Yo, 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 what up? You in the bathroom again, John? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so you never driving. You never work. on an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> you said this time you take a shit on Sundays. YBO podcast. YBO. You're listening to Young Black and Opinionated. You are tuned in to YBO podcast. Hey, honest, y'all make me feel at home. I just want to say I want another invite. I feel like I'm a part of this podcast. <laughs> Young Black and Opinionated. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A. Four wise. We say it all the time, but we talk about a lot of different shit. Mm-mm, take them what we say. <laughs> 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 I don't think nobody does it like this. And I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B-A-Y-B-E-E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCram Lola. I I got 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 it's like that. <laughs> 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 you And it's your boy, Moran J. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. Gun Wow. How do you do this with two girls? I'm like, you know what? You probably be talking shit, too. Hey, dude. All the time. I know. I'm like, you know what? They're my best friends. They're cool. Yo, what to do, family? Episode 249 of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Ladies, how y'all doing on today? How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling very, feeling very Sunday. That's you look good. Much. I love, I'm loving the hair and the nails. Thank you. I just feeling got a blood blow dryer, so, you know. Okay. It's molded. I got my nails done yesterday, so thanks. That is awesome. Uh, you annoying. You look so funny. <laughs> I want awesome. It is awesome. Your own coffee. That is awesome. Uh, it's giving. It's giving. <laughs> uh, I had walked into the art room or the other room of my uh, school, and the kids saw me. It was like... Uh, one of the kids was like, ladies. And it was ain't that what you say, Mr. Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Dang. Oh, get your little ass in close. <laughs> get a life, kids. This way. <laughs> Dog. I'm like, so one I'm of the play on the PS4. Man, one of the kids was like, um, yeah, Mr. Thompson, I listened to the podcast and I just picked the ones that you know that was appropriate. I was like, what you <laughs> How do you know? You would never know it's appropriate. It might sound appropriate. <laughs> It may look that right. that summary oh make it look real God, clean. No. We're gonna title this like, episode. This is appropriate, and it's really not gonna be appropriate. Fam, one of them was trying to bribe me and try to get me fired. It just it was like uh, I'm gonna play. I, I don't know. I guess one episode I said one of y'all had titanium booty cheeks, which a holding in y'all, or somebody had titanium booty cheeks for holding in y'all farts, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was bad. Bro. How old are these kids? Like eight, six through twelve. So. Really, it was a, it really is a sixth range. grade. It's the sixth graders uh, that I had. Oh, sixth grade through twelfth graders, ages six through twelve. Sixth grade through twelfth grade. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I was like, oh six, you got six years old. Okay, I'm like, right. Right. <laughs> better. Get Definitely get fired. So one of the eighth graders, she she's more mature for her age. She like she's eighth grade, but she be mature sometimes more than the high schoolers. And she was like, "Yeah, Mr. Thompson, like I heard your podcast and uh, it sounded really great and um." Some of the topics, but uh, hey, I have this song um called "Too Close." Have you heard it before? I said no, no, no. Then she proceeds to play it. I said, "Turn this off." <laughs> it hard. I said, "Oh my god, turn this off now!" Like it was bad. Take, <clears> take, I hate that. Take, get away from me. Turn it off now. I'm reporting you to my superior because I gotta go. This is not right. 
So yeah, See? these kids are growing up way too fast. You gotta be like me when you don't really want people to, not when you don't want to, but you're not sure if you want people to listen, just be like, I'm I help with this podcast, you're not on it, then I ain't gonna care to listen. <laughs> like, I, be doing this podcast. I gotta start doing that. I never did. Yeah, I never did that. Michael, listen, like, is that your voice? Like, mm. They look at the logo though, they see our logo. They look like oh, that is true, damn. <laughs> but I always play the why didn't think about the logo. Maybe because I, I got a hat on. Maybe yeah, right. Then Mr. Summers, that's you. Why are you so dark in the middle? I'm like, that's just how to I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's then um, I just play. I always, I always, they were like, Mr. Tuck, can we hear an episode? And I'm like, I always play the radio episode. <laughs> Back. It's like, why does it sound crunchy like that? I was like, oh. we I was like, uh, you know, that's our radio. beginning episodes. Mm-hmm. That, that um, wasn't our equipment, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so that's radio. It's live, live. FCC regulations talking. Every time we, FCC? One, oh, of, I forget it. one of them played it song, and, I, and Reese said the F word. I was like, oh. Why fuck why she cuts it so much <laughs> fuck 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 again <laughs> fucking you know what was funny when when oh, Reese said when well, I don't remember the episode title but all I know is she said the B and she was like mm. I don't cuss oh yeah that was funny. yeah that was funny that's hilarious man the B we cuss oh. a lot the kids shouldn't be listening more Andre no they yeah. should not I told them no, that what you doing over there you why do they even know you got a podcast Right. Oh, I had to tell them that you know I like to show them like you know give myself give you know give validity like yo we open up for Charlemagne and them they're like, oh Charlemagne yeah and all that stuff like that so I got to give myself validity to know that I'm in this space. Should have um, gave a fake podcast name. I should have. I should have done that. But you know they gonna they ended up listening and yeah, black. Yeah. Right. Oh, they have <laughs> this little clip on one. They have one of these clips on the phone where I, said, well, I guess apparently I said, but your big ass, and they just keep playing it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Mr. Thompson, with yeah, your big I ass. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh I my couldn't. God. I couldn't. Yeah, oh, I'd be petty. I'd be petty. Oh, listen to this one. You would like see. Like, <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I did exactly that. I went to the YouTube. Because I know program. who I was at, you know, in the 12th, yeah. 6th, 12th grade. I was listening to little boosie and look in the sixth grade i was yeah, but discovering they doing NWA, so. though, fam. like they doing way worse than us like they, they know some of these porn star names and i'm just like yo well, in our grade. i mean i really didn't know that but you know i was listening to nwa she swallowed it i just thought it was funny like oh, nice. they didn't do nothing for me i just I was like oh an era of nwa like, <laughs> fuck the police fam. my parents oh, didn't know what i was doing ladies. But, you know, it's funny nevertheless yeah, god bless the, god bless the kids you the future some of them just looking bright. Lassie, how, <laughs> Lassie, did you say how you was this week? How you doing? I'm doing good. I cannot complain. I could, but I'm not. So is that Lola on your hair or who's today? <laughs> I'm oh. call her Wendy. What y'all don't know who this is? Y'all hmm. met y'all met her before. Brenda, that's not Brenda. That's not Brenda. Is this it? is Brenda. Really? <laughs> you I still really got it? <laughs> you got it right, right up the trash can. No, I see. Wait. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. No, it's so funny. So maybe I was running around yesterday and I didn't have time to go get a new wig to go out to brunch with my girlfriends for their birthday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to wear my long wig because I was like, it's gonna make me hot. And we was gonna be moving around. Looked at my little drawer and I was like, oh, I was like, let me see what I can do with Brenda. And I started plucking it. I cut a little bang. I said, I bet Mwanja and Reese Nightly gonna even fucking no. Know. I thought that was Luna. I was like, who's that? A wig named Luna? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like a Latina wig. Right. I'm gonna go with Wendy, though. I like Wendy. This is now Wendy. 
Okay. Picture the wig looking like Selena hair with the bang. That's what that's about. I like win. I like I like win. Not win. All right, man. Let's see you. That's funny. Yeah, that that's it looked like the DC wig too, so that's hilarious. That's what I was that trying to recreate. Be, that wig would be like eleven years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. I missed the DC wig. But well, anyway. I said I was good oh, already. You? Oh, all yeah. right. I'm How are you, Moanje? I, I am great for the fans. Ah, yes. Like you don't really care about each other. Uh, yes. No, I'm great though. I'm, I'm I'm great. It's been good. It's been a great um day today. It's been it's been great. The week is all right. Just waiting on a couple of things. Got a couple of meetings next week. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, yeah. It's it's been a good week. It's been a good week. It's been a pretty good week. And complaining. Yeah, y'all should update y'all internet speed. It'll help a lot. Um, episode two forty nine. As always, I am the illustrious Reese Berry. That is R E S E B E R R A. Four Wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I'm Lossie at Lola Baby on Snapchat B A Y Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at Lacrimbola Mwanje. And it's your boy Moanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Moanje. You gunning for Leopard. Ladies. <laughs> get on my nerves, man. Great. Uh, we're at 249. Uh, did you guys do anything fun this past week? Mm, I do have an event. Do I do anything this week? I don't think I'm sorry. You had to start writing stuff down because I don't even remember what happened Monday, Tuesday. Oh, the ice storm was the ice storm this Tuesday? Was it past Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Oh, that one here. Oh, god, I wouldn't know. Right. I, yeah, so you Tuesday, about the squall or no, something else? Squall. That was the I know there was an ice yeah, storm damn. that occur- that uh that occurred on Tuesday because I didn't go to no studio. So, yes, it did happen Tuesday. So, um, Tuesday, apparently, everybody shut down. NPS, uh, everybody, colleges and everything. I'm like, usually there was no snow on the ground. It was cold, but for some reason, this ice just came through the city and just froze everything up. I mean, cars were just covered in ice. The roads were bad. It was crazy. So um, I think if I had to say I had any excitement this week, it was probably was that ice storm. It took me forever to ice out that doggone, my doggone car. And um, yeah, man, it was it was it was pretty cold, freezy. So yeah, I know y'all really don't have issues with that anymore, and, and not as much as to say. I'm not, um, not as, it's been cold as hell here, so not ice, yeah, ice and snow and stuff. Some like days, that. yeah. This um, actually, some people no. here said like this was the worst winter that um Tennessee has had in like a while, in a couple really? years. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah, no, it's just that yeah, we just had an ice storm on Tuesday, and I was like, "Yo, that is crazy, crazy." Yeah, and that was it. Oh, nice. Sounds interesting. Go Milwaukee. <laughs> um, oh, the Bucks game yesterday too. I forgot about that. The Bucks game. I did yes. see that. Who they play? 
Uh, they played the Brooklyn Nets. Nets. They lost. Yeah, they lost they by lost three points. Um, because how they couldn't hit free throws and none of them could yes, hit free throws. The free throw did not. It's very, two important free throws. And when the game ended, you would have thought it could have been tied and they could have went to overtime. And Giannis missed a. See, I turned it off. I started watching Medea, which is another story. <laughs> so I had some pretty, um, pretty decent seats. I haven't had some good seats like that in a while. Um, and I was. Yeah, you uh, was kind of low. Yeah, I was low. Um, I was right behind the court, and um, I saw Kyrie hug uh, his father, and I wish I would have got it on tape. I could have went viral, dog it. Um, but no, I, I did. Uh, I did get some um, clips of uh, KD. KD, my favorite player. KD was just he could not stay off the court. He just could not. Like he just every time there was a dead ball, he would just run up, walk on the court and and just like touch the net or do something. So I had a little video of that. That kind of went crazy on IG, but. Dang, I wish I would have really got um, Kyrie Irving hugging his father, man. Um, yeah, I saw it on Instagram. Dang, I missed that, dude. I, I, and I saw it. I was looking at him doing it. I'm like, oh, that must be his dad. But I'm glad I kind of didn't do that, though, because those moments should be shared. This shouldn't be shared like that. So I'm glad I wasn't a groupie. But uh, it was good, though. It, it was a great game. I really enjoyed myself. I had a, It was a Brooklyn uh, fan in front of me and then on our row. And um, yeah, it was it was it was a great show. Um, Milky Way Tech Hub got got honored that night, so that's how. It <laughs> Sorry, when you said that it was a video, of some fans arguing with him on the sideline. Uh-huh. They told him you got to get a smaller shoe. He said, "This year, I'm just gonna win it," and walked away. Oh uh, dang! Uh, it was it was fun down there. I don't like. I don't know if we like talking about the fans that that affected anybody at all. But like, we were talking trash, fam. We was just like, fam, like, yeah, that's how it always wrong is. Wrong Curry, wrong Curry. Seth was over here shooting. He was like, I was like, wrong Curry. And um, it was just fun, man. It was a great time. We had a uh, had a really great time. I I I really can't enjoy games like that now until I get up there compared to when the first game of the season that i went to to this mm, i don't know fam i had to just save up my coins and see keep staying <laughs> low see because that was fun and it didn't even feel like four quarters passed by the game was so much fun so so yeah that was that sounds lit you did have some nice seats i did have i did have fun this week i know i did forgot some <laughs> uh um Work per usual, and then Friday just chilled at home. Saturday we went to brunch and got fucking wasted. Um, the hard thing about like here is obviously I live in Nashville, and you know they love country music. So going out to places like br- for brunch or whatever, like we trying to find the vibes, but like not the not the vibes that Nashville is trying to give. So. Makes it a little harder, but we chose a spot that has some decent music. Um, yeah, decent music. The food was good, and they had two for one bottles. So, yeah, we got champagne wasted. And then we tried to do a bar crawl, but it was too cold, and I went home. So, mm. there was that. And then today, I went. we went to see Uncharted. We always do a movie on Sunday, um, and we went to see Uncharted. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg based off the game. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, it was, it was pretty good. It was better than That's I expected. Good. I wasn't too, I won't say I wasn't too geek to see it, but, um, it just wasn't. um no, I'm kind of interested now mm. and I can't wait to see the second movie. I, I feel like it, it was the perfect first movie. So can't wait to see where they kind of take this little franchise, but 
yeah and now recording and then i'm gonna meal prep and boom that's my weekend back to work what about you reese mm, yeah. uh this week was cool uh these weeks go so fast but they go so, so slow fast. Um, but yeah, I'm sure I can't remember what I did to be honest with you. Um, I just remember watch the all-star game. Uh, it wasn't really that many games on this week. The first game came on Thursday, so it was kind of boring basketball wise. Um, so yeah, that, that was pretty much it just working. And I had to go down downtown Houston twice this week and I just, wasn't. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, we're not working from home would just be terrible again. I just, it's just not fun, man. It's just, yeah. it's just not. I hear so many like, people say that shit. It's not even funny. It's just not like, like going, like I went down before rush hour, but it was still just like, because I live like on the outskirts, but anywhere in Houston is like 30 minutes unless you live right where the mm-hmm. fuck you're trying to go. And it's so big and spread out, but just downtown. And I'm like, and it's weird because first of all, I was telling somebody like downtown anywhere is just downtown. You got to think about parking. You got to think about this. So you're already annoyed. So um, yeah, nevertheless, uh, went down there, found a good space and it was cool. So inter- just interested to see um, how some things kind of play out. And then um yeah man what was yesterday saturday mm-hmm. um well it was funny thursday when when i was gonna go downtown i broke my fucking nail um because i was just doing dumb shit the past week uh like you know cleaning up without the gloves on so you know that weakness your nails and shit so i knew that was gonna happen and i think it was kind of cracked anyway so i was putting my damn shoe on and then it, my fuck just fell off something like or cracked off so uh, what a bust um <laughs> so i went down on a crack nail i hated it but anyway saturday i got my nails done you know i had a facial i forgot about the facial because friday i was like okay cool end of the week i'm gonna do me an in-home facial literally had pulled out my steamer i think i put it out on thursday um and then friday I have a chance to do it until friday so as literally as i'm plugging it up i get a reminder text message it's like oh confirm your appointment tomorrow for your facial i'm like oh okay well this is great so <laughs> I still did the steam, just to, you know, whatever. But yeah, I had a facial with my esthetician. Shout out to Gabby. Um, she's so dope. Um, so that was at nine in the morning. And then I got my nails done right after. And then, um, yeah, man, that was pretty much it. I grabbed some food, got me some Jamaican food. Uh, went to a Tropical Smoothie Cafe again. I got both all the extra. Um, and then I had a uh, some money left over from Chick-fil-A on my account. So I had bought the cookies. <laughs> so um yeah that was pretty much it i can't think of anything oh yeah so when i went downtown um for something i'm trying to do and then i was like oh okay crap so then my boyfriend maybe down there like okay we can try one of the restaurants because you know usually during the weekend that's when everybody out so busy you can't get in anywhere especially like a black restaurant so we had went to lost and found because i was like i want to try this like other smoothie place it ended up not being great anyway, so whatever. But so when he got down, I was like, you know, I'm already kind of just done. So let's just, uh, I want some food. Like I want something solid. <laughs> so he's always going to lost the file. So we just parked where we, where I was going to be to met the the smoothie place. And then we went to lost the file. Um, that might be my new thing or our new thing. Like just going down during the week, we was kind of doing stuff like that anyway, but like in the heart of it, mm-hmm. um, it was cool. Cause the last time, remember we tried to go Moanjay when you was here and we pulled up and that's when Shaquille had got out and oh, the line was kind of wrapped. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know why we tried, but yeah, like it was just, we walked right in status. It was cool. I had like some type of, it was like some type of Alfredo, but it had like all the fucking seafood in it. So 
it was good. It was good. I might go back and try something different. Um, but yeah, that was Thursday. But other than that, yeah, I didn't really do um, anything stupendous outside of just trying to make a way. So, yeah. Well, I do want to give a shout out to our top 10 listening cities. Uh, because without you guys, we are nothing. Um, let me say this while I'm here because I'm going to forget. I want to give a shout out to my sister. as my wife. Well, I don't know if you said it on the pod, but um, oh. he dropped her off a sweater because she wanted to wear it for her Black History program. Um, she was telling me that it was supposed to be like a snowstorm. I think what you mentioned, an ice storm on Friday. So she didn't know, but it, she did take a picture and tagged us on Facebook. So shout out to her. Um, she sent me a picture with like a red hat and like, you know how you put your shit up to your, like when you was a kid, you lined your shit up on the bed for mm-hmm. school. Like she had to take the picture. Like, oh, okay, wait. She's like, which ones, which ones? I'm like the black and white ones. You don't want too much red. But um, yeah, so shout out to her for that support. And I guess <clears throat> while I'm here, let me read. We got a new review. So, oh, uh, yeah, I saw mm. it the other day and I remember it was posted February 16th. Um, it says pretty girls and alcohol. <laughs> uh, it reads five stars. First of all, dope exclamation mark. I've uh, been listening since 2017. Just don't mm. like when they double team my boy. Thank you. Mark. LOL. Great show. Sounds very manly. Um, <laughs> what was the uh, what was the t- hold on? Let me, go let me see myself. Let me see. Who was Thank the, you the- for being the first review of 2022. Yeah, pretty girls and alcohol could be a woman, but sounds manly, or they could be saying they like pretty girls and alcohol. I don't know. Whoever you are, show yourself talking ass. Um, I do want to give a shout out to our top 10 listening cities though, because without you, we are nothing. Um, this week has been very, very fun and fortunate for us. Um, you know, I personally like when it's a little diverse and Milwaukee kind of, you know, lacks. Um, so number one, Charlotte, North Carolina, number two, Ashburn, Virginia, number three, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, four, Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, five, Columbus, Ohio, six, Houston, Texas, seven, Louisville, Kentucky, eight, Valdosta, Georgia, nine, Elizabethtown, PA, um, Pennsylvania, number 10, Somerville, South Carolina, um, and then 11 is that Council Bluffs, Iowa. Tell me who you are. Leave us a review. <laughs> Damn, you always listening. You don't never write nothing. Say some shit. Remember, um, what's the name? The, uh, the two girls in the uh, Y. Pretty girls in the Y. Probably not. Right. I remember what I said. Um, Council Bluffs, Iowa is on the border of Iowa and Nebraska. So you could be in Omaha too. So Omaha. You could just be close. Whoever you are, we would like to know, or I would like to know. Damn. Show yourself. So, um, yeah, shout out to y'all for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, now, I am going to go ahead and pass it over to the pastor um, so that he could stand at the pastor's podium. I'm at the shaky podium. where That's so funny. Um, women are invo- invited and they're not. I'm going to run to the pool pulpit one day and snatched a wireless mic from a bunner den. Go, hey! Oh. <laughs> it's a demon. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Barry from up there. <laughs> Barry. Anyway. She ain't had her match today. Um. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, but it's bad. You really want to be ghetto. So, all right, so as we uh, proceed to give you what you need, uh, the hip-hop pastors, as we proceed to give you what you need, um, this is our church announcement. So uh, 
for our website, make sure you go to our website, ybopod.com. That's ybopod.com. Um, and I want you all to make sure you go to the website and peruse the website. There's so many great things on our website. And uh, I think that you all should go there. And while you're there, you're going to get a little pop up that's going to say, input your number here. Why should you do that? Because you should join our community um, of just avid podcasters and people that love the show. 414-240-8398 if you prefer, prefer to text us and take our survey. And we also have crews uh, as well, too, and T-shirts. So. Thank you so much for listening, and you all have a wonderful day. I love you, and you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> got strong at the end. Right. It'd be crunchy sometimes. I'd be trying to keep it low. Right. That'd be I'm good to hear like, some of them notes. I'm like, what quarter are we on right now? You know what quarter yeah. Is. Sometimes what we hear don't be what the output is, so i just be trying to keep it low. So whatever, listeners, get through that part. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway um now guys depending on how you do listen to our podcast as i always say each week but we do have l- new listeners sometimes so they didn't hear this yet so here it goes you can find our podcast on apple Podcasts, google po- podcast stitcher speaker iHeartRadio, spotify even those websites that just snatch your rss feed and take them from take it from our website without our permission but it's okay because we do get those listens um, and make sure you guys like uh pretty girls and alcohol, whatever the hell the name was. Um, leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And and even if you don't use it, just go to Spotify. It'll take you two seconds. You don't have to have a flipping subscription, just type in our podcast, search it, and just leave five star. You don't even gotta leave a, any words, just rate it. We move up, move up in the rankings there. So that way when people search for certain things, they see us and not other people. Um, yeah, so five stars all around and as always, make sure you guys tell a friend to tell a friend because that is how we as a podcast and a community continue to grow. What go on? All right. So let's have a conversation about this. I know this has been uh, another historic. I think somebody said they're tired of living through history. I don't know who that was. Was it recent? Was that you? Did a little post with the girl, little girl. Good girl crying with the crayon. I think so. I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah, I'm to yeah. I think that was something. I'm like somebody I knew. Um, yeah. Make that the, uh, the episode thing too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're tired of living through history, man. It's it's uh, the bad history at least, bad history. But yeah, man, it's it's just tough, man. It's just uh, war is not on the horizon. It's here. Um, so let's talk about it. So Ukraine and Russia, what's going on? So Russia and Ukraine have had a long history of not getting along as neighbors. Um, if you are looking on a map, you will see that Ukraine is right kind of, you know, giving that little hug. Um, you know how your kids hug you? They small. They like they like hug you. Yeah. Southeast. Yeah. Southwest, excuse me. Yeah. And it's it's um they're right there. So what's in a nutshell, let's just give it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, Putin is trying to take over Ukraine because Putin, Vladimir Putin is the uh, president of Russia and um, Vladimir is trying to take over Ukraine simply because he believes that Ukraine is Russian territory. And Ukraine uh, announces independence um, back in the 1920s. Where's my notes? They um, they announced that, that they were an in, uh, independent country and Ukraine, uh, Ukraine and um, Vladimir Putin is like, hey, no, you're not. 
we're going to go ahead and seize you guys back. So Russia has taken controls of parts of Ukraine, such as Crimea, uh, Crimea, excuse me, um, and some parts, little parts of Kiev. Um, and it's just been crazy. Now that they have um, tactically um, surrounded Ukraine via air, via water, um, and then just on the ground as well, too. And but Ukraine is fighting back. It's not it's no game here. Um, they're fighting back. Uh, a lot of their money has been cut off. But thanks to uh, crypto coins, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of testimonies from people on Twitter saying, hey, if I didn't have have Bitcoin, I wouldn't be able to survive and live. And it's just been really, really crazy. Um, and I, I mean, I was on Twitter. I saw a couple of posts of people just showing gunfire. I mean, planes are flying over, bomb places are being bombed, and it is really crazy. So it's about over two hundred thousand troops uh, uh, near the Ukraine border, and it's crazy. Also, I want to add as well too: Ukraine has been thinking about joining um, the European Union along with NATO as well too, and NATO is like the national army of the world, um, for a lack of better. Uh, lack of a better phrase. So it's like all the armies in the world um, that are together. That is like the army, the world's army. And Vladimir does not want Ukraine to be a part of that because they feel like they will use NATO to kind of fight back and push them out of the territories that Russia has already um, taken over in Ukraine. So it's a lot going on. But and like I said, in a nutshell, it's about power. It's a money grab. It's a power grab. If you all seeing your gas prices have gone up because the oil, um, because the barrel of oil has gone up as well, too. I believe it's now like over a hundred dollars. And that's because Russia is uh, the third producing oil uh, country. And on top of that, um, countries around the world have issued san sanctions against Russia because of this war. And what does that mean? They're going to start taxing those barrels even more. But Russia's like, look, y'all can tax them if you want to. We don't care. Y'all going to have to pay more oil. Um, y'all have to pay higher prices. So there's a lot going on. Um, I, I want to say more, but I want to give you all an opportunity to speak. Uh, ladies, What is there anything that I might have missed? Anything you want to add? Anything I didn't see or y'all saw that's just terrifying? But war is here. Yeah. Um, one thing that I saw was um, there are black people that are trying to get away, um, that are trying to get out of Ukraine, but mm -hmm. they are being denied access to trains and buses and things like that. Um, I did open TikTok today and I saw it weird, but it, the first TikTok I saw was this guy and he was like, we're getting close to um, I don't remember what border it was, but um, it was him and a group of black people. They might be African. Um, so that's one of the things I saw. Um, just even just thinking about like what people are going through and things like that. Like I'm in this black girl, I'm in a, like a, a workout group page on Facebook and they were talking about how people have been writing in and, you know, basically letting them know how we can help and things like that. So um, that's kind of what I've been saying. Yeah. Uh, I do just want to say when one of the things too, is that the a lot of these different countries in that area, not all of them, but um, specifically Ukraine uh, was a part of the Soviet union, which was basically Russia oh, wow. for years. Uh, the Soviet union fell in 1991 
uh, which means they disbanded or whatever. So that's when some of these countries kind of gained that independence and Ukraine was one of them. Um, so I saw a post and I read it just about, you know, kind of trying to explain it in like a girlfriend or boyfriend relationship type thing. When you you know, you leave your ex and you start to prosper type shit. Um, so that's one of the things, too. They did kind of gain independence. I know um, kind of reiterating what Moanjay said about NATO, um, which is the North Atlantic Tr- Treaty Organization. Um, as he says, all these countries are a part of it. And I know Russia and Putin don't want Ukraine to be involved in that or anything that um, involves the Western Hemisphere. Um, because I think one of the things I read or heard, too, is that uh, Ukraine was actually, um, or I guess within Ukraine, I should say, was where the capital of the Soviet Union or, air quotes, Russia was at one point. Um, so, you know, I think they just feel like they're entitled to that land and a lot of the eastern part, which is off the um uh, the Russian border is where a lot of these other, um, I guess, Ukrainian and Russian type people live, but um, it's kind of been already taken over by Russia. So um, they're kind of still trying to move into, I guess, assumably, assumably so get the rest of the country. Um, I know that um, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter as far as and, and Instagram too, is like people just in their homes, just watching air jets fly by and just release bombs. Mm-hmm. And I saw pictures of people in hospitals, you know, getting carried out with bandages on their head. And I seen the videos of the Africans trying to get on the train and, you know, some of the people pushing them back or people getting dragged off the, uh, the, the train. And I think, I think they were trying to get to Poland because I know Poland is next door to Ukraine to the West. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's a lot to really, uh, I guess, kind of take in at this point, because you see a lot of this information on TV and I don't know about y'all a lot of time or just on the internet and, you know, you kind of see what's going on, but it also makes you kind of have to dig deeper as to what's really probably going on outside of maybe, you know, what you hear that they said Putin is doing or what Biden is saying and what this country is saying. And it makes you compare it to other world wars from the past and different things. And we're in a completely different generation now. So it makes you question, like, what it what does it look like? Like, people haven't been drafted since, you know, the 60s, 70s. Um, and how does how does it look for us? And I guess one of the things for uh, Americans and being within NATO and being a part of these alliances and these treaties and having allies is that you can't really just sit sit back, unfortunately, in a sense. Like, you know, United States, a lot of people can say, you know, my, everybody should mind their business, and which we should. I agree. Um, but a lot of times when I've learned this from just looking at other presidents is like you you can, but you can't because you kind of sign this treaty and this thing like we're we're a part of this, too. And then like Moanje said, too, there's these things of like sanctions and, you know, they could they trying to put these sanctions down. And like you said, Putin, like, I don't give a fuck. And I know yeah. Biden froze all the Russian bank accounts here. And at this point, you know, it's probably like you niggas need that money anyway. They yeah. have inflation. So it's it's a lot. So um, I'm just going to read uh this post that I saw saw it a couple times, but this, it was on D.L. Hewley page, but it was shit like this on Twitter too, where somebody broke it down and, you know, blank terms. I'll let y'all feel that in. Oh. Um, <laughs> the Ukraine and Russia crisis in simple terms for those that have no idea what is going on. Ukraine used to be in an abusive relationship with Russia, feeding him, letting him use her car and giving him whatever he asked for until, until she built up the confidence to call it quits back in 1991. Since then, Ukraine has been working on herself, becoming a strong, independent woman with help from friends like France, America, Poland, etc., offering her support, loaning her money and helping her find her way. Ukraine has been enjoying being single for 30 years and looking forward to continuing to grow and create new friendships. 
Now, Russia being the toxic ex that it, that that is that it is wants her back and doesn't want her meeting new people or creating mm-hmm. any new relationships. A couple of weeks ago, Russia started sitting in the front of Ukraine's house. And when her friends asked him what he was doing there, he said, oh, nothing, just getting a little bit of exercise. And that's all. After her friends told her that Russia was potentially getting ready to do something bad to her. He said, they're lying. They just want you to be scared of me. And that's not what it is. Yesterday, Russia broke into Ukraine's house, beating her up and quotes, taking advantage of her while on live stream and double dog daring any of her friends to do something about it. And they and if they do want smoke, Russia got that thing on him. Mm. And if and if they do want smoke, Russia got that thing on him. And they being the United States and Biden and uh, Biden and other, you know, Western type um, places. Another thing, too, they said is that. I believe Ukraine at one point in time, or I don't know if it's still recently, but I know at one point in time, uh, United States had like nuclear um, weapons or something in Ukraine. So I know, I think Russia feels like too, from what I hear that Ukraine knows too many like Russian type secrets because of the history of both Mm -hmm. countries being one at one point in time. And, you know, if you join NATO and the Western Hemisphere, which they typically don't get along with because they're not really involved in some of the, you know, alliances within the world, um, you know, it was given information. So like Moan just said, I know they took um, control of that island, I believe in 14, uh, Crimea. And um, yeah, so it's, and it's near the Black Sea. So anybody know anything with the port is a uh, very interesting or uh, you, you would want to take that per se. So yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It's wild. I, I, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but for those that um, are, you know, um, during trying times, uh, there's opportunities to make money, and I and, and I want you all to recognize that and understand that. So the stock market is down um, from from this war. Um, same thing as in when um, when COVID hit. So this is an opportunity for you as well to to try to make some money. Um, wars like this, tragedies, and, and just speaking from a financial standpoint, I'm not talking about how. Um, you know, with the bad things that are going on over there is terrible. Abortion happen, but when war and crises uh, happen, um, there's a lot of opportunities to benefit financially from them. And I'm just out here putting it out there. If you got a little extra money on the side, go ahead and put it in the stock market. A lot of things are down, such as oil prices. Once again, we just talked about gas. We just talked about gas. Once this war is over with, things are going to go back up. Uh, depending on who's going to win. Um, and I'm hoping that Ukraine is going to be the victor here. Um, but uh, things are going to go back to normal and stabilize, and it's going to be a great opportunity for you to make some money. So uh, I know I know a lot of people be like, yo, this is crazy. It's going on. But you got to look at the bigger picture um, and just take an opportunity to just kind of look at yourself and say, hey, I need to make some money. And I'm, I'm saying all this wrong, but what I'm trying to get at is, is um take advantage of this uh once usually once in a lifetime opportunity um there's only been three world worlds i'm not, I'm not saying this is a world world a uh, world war but there has only been there's going only been two technically um and if this happens just so happen to be a three this is an opportunity to make some money so make sure you uh do that so that's what you got from the terrible crisis. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, man. I'm, I'm kidding. COVID, COVID, all the airplane airlines were right, all right, down. Right. And now if you invested in Southwest, you probably got some bread right now. Mm. 
of the places. So oh, that shit take advantage. Um, I bought me some apple slides. I don't care about y'all, but I don't know about y'all, but I bought me some. Um, I'm going to wrap it up in a good way outside of money. Um, prayers for those in Ukraine, um, those Africans too, whatever it is. I know people were kind of posting it like what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so prayers to, uh, you know, just our brethren over there too. <clears throat> Unfortunate that we have to go through things all across the world um, and other right. people's crisis, which um, fucking sucks. So yeah. yeah, man, like I said, sometimes you got to dig deeper and, and, and get stocks and crypto out of it. And you got to really dig deep and figure out, okay, this is what's going on. What we see, but what's mm-hmm. really, what's really, going on. really the T right here is like, um, you get question everybody from all sides. So, um, what's that post I, I shared on Facebook of Homer in a bathtub and Bart with the chair in the air. It was like everybody uh, getting ready for the first summer since 2019. And it said it was Bart with the chair and it said Putin like, mm. <laughs> like oh no, nigga, fuck that song. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah, um, I want to go to Paris. Yeah, so uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. All you can do is just keep living. All right. I gotta give me some music for this. Doom, 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 oh. doom. Um, last week doing during or after um, what I talk, oh, I talked about Warless Jackson last week. Uh, the civil rights leader, well, he was a leader in his area in Nanchez, Mississippi, who was uh, tragically killed via a bomb under his hood, his hood in the car, and it talks about his um, the deacons for defense and the people in their community and how they got through those times. Because, like I said, typically you hear about Selma, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So this week, um. Well, my point was last week after I finished talking about that, I was on some website for something I was talking about and I saw an ad for the LBJ doc, which I watched this week, which was on CNN. It was four parts and it was very good to me. Um, It's called LBJ Triumph and Tragedy. Um, Like I said, it's a four part CNN doc. Um, it actually looks at, I'm just reading it from online. It looks at, uh, it offers a captivating look at one of the most consequential and enigmatic presidents in American history. Um, I'll just say this. He was thrown into preg- uh, pregnancy, <laughs> presidency, um, as you sh- all should know. Uh, President Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. Uh, Liz- Lyndon B. Johnson was his vice president. Um, watching the doc, I did not. Of course, I wouldn't have any idea because school doesn't just teach you this shit. Um, he was his vice president, but I guess he was just one of those vice presidents that felt kind of like he was an outlier. Um, it did mention how like a lot of these presidents, especially at this time, like the Kennedys are from Massachusetts. They got the compound, they got money. Um, Lyndon B. Johnson was from Johnson city, Texas. And it's so weird because last year when I went to that winery, um, I was actually out there and the, the pictures that I posted, I was like, I feel like I seen this damn name. I was sitting in the middle of Johnson city, which is so interesting. And I feel like I did see like home of Lyndon B. Johnson or some shit. Wow. Um, wow. ironic, right? Wow. So it's like, and it's called Texas Hill country. It's like a lot of hills, a lot of wineries, very country. So he's actually, um, from there. And, um, it just talked about how, you know, I guess he uh, moved on to Washington DC after, um, I know he, I guess he got interested in politics. His family wasn't rich, but they weren't like completely poor, but you got to remember this part of the country. And then just in general, um, back then in the twenties and tens or whatever, they didn't have any power electricity. So it was a lot different than what people may have experienced coming from like a, you know, Massachusetts, New York area. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, they were saying like, he was just kind of this president that people did looked at different him and his wife. They had a country accent. They talked a little different. So it was kind of like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Um, so yeah, Kennedy was assassinated and uh, this is what I found totally interesting, right? We know he was assassinated, but 
If you click on a link that I sent, you see the picture of him being sworn in on the Air Force One. Jackie Kennedy looks fucking lost. <laughs> lost. Um, if you're looking at the picture head on, Jackie Kennedy is to his right. His wife, Lady Bird Johnson, is to his left. Mind you, her husband just got assassinated. Right. I forgot how long ago, but it was the same damn day. So, mind you, these people, like from what I got from it, they wanted to be involved in the politics, but they were so different than a lot of these other politicians. Um, I just wanted to highlight this doc because I feel like, I guess we as people just speaking, um, you know, plainly, a lot of black people don't typically just trust white people, especially in politics and things like that. First of all, any politician, but if you want to take it deeper, especially into time, um, you like, fuck all this shit. Um, but I found him fairly interesting because you don't really hear to me, you don't hear, really hear a lot about him and his presidency. Um, but he actually did a lot of different things for civil rights in black people in that time. Um, passed a lot of different laws um, that actually helped us today. Uh, one of the, I guess, the best things or interesting things that I heard is like, you know, you hear that when Kennedy died, and especially from docs that I watched before when he got killed, it seems like a lot of the African-American or well, black people, their dreams of, you know, poverty and all that shit was gone. Um, but I guess when uh, he was killed, um, Martin Luther King's attorney was on there. He was on another doc too. And... Um, what the fuck Andrew Andrew Young was on there hmm. um so they were talking about how and, it, and that's the most fascinating part to me seeing these people that were actually there fighting mm -hmm. trying to get the shit passed that's talk great. about it in, in remembrance of this president that died in 1973 at like 60 something but he y'all know y'all know this nigga knew FDR he worked with FDR in the 30s nigga this, that's the nigga that passed social security that's why you got that, no 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 for um, Linda B. Johnson that's why you got a social security number from the 30s oh, wow how the fuck do you notice know this? Nigga? Like, it's just fascinating to me. I'm like, and you was here in the sixties, bro. Like that was a long time ago, but not like the thirties. But anyway. Um, so yeah, he had a long history going back to LBG, a long, a long history of um, politics before he got to where he was. Um, anyway, he, uh, these yeah, Andrew Young and, um, I think his name is Clarence. He was M MLK's attorney. Um, they were just kind of going through what they felt like the difference was between Kennedy and him. And they were saying like, you know, we like Kennedy, but Kennedy felt like he just didn't, they felt like he didn't push, you know, anything for black people as far as civil rights because he felt like it wasn't going to get through the center or the house. So fuck it. And, you know, Kennedy was a fairly young, well, not fairly, he was a very young president. So he probably was like, I got to keep my ducks in a row. Um, so when he got killed, you know, and I find that interesting, like Andrew Young and him felt like, you know, because LBJ was from the South, like he would better understand like what black people go through. And I get it, but sometimes you'd be like, damn, he's probably more racist. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. they felt like he I would heard. understand more more things about it. I was like, oh, never heard that, never thought about that. And um LBJ and MLK had a very great good relationship initially. Um, you know how they got all the tapes, they record all the phone calls. So they played all these calls from um, MLK talking to him and LBJ talking to a lot of different pe people too, but especially MLK saying, um, you know, thank you, Mr. President for, you know, trying to get this done and him and LBJ being like, yeah, I'm trying to get this done for y'all, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, one of the things that I found personally funny was, cause I'm like, how at this time Kennedy got killed, all this shit happened. How the fuck did you get this shit passed? So um, one of the funniest things I saw on the doc was that, you know, he was trying to get the, um, the uh the first act passed, which was a, the Civil Rights Act of 1964. But of course, all these racist white people in the South and shit was like, fuck you talking about it. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> so they said, this nigga was like, oh, okay. They said, LBJ knew everything about everybody. He know what you did, 
where you went, your yeah. mama, your daddy, your kids, what you like to do in your free time. I think y'all see where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. If you like to step out on your wife, if you had a mistress. So they play like a couple of different calls. Well, I think the, the Senate, well, the mayor, the governor of Minnesota, like different senators from different states and shit where they like, hell no, I ain't doing this. And he's like, I got your vote, right? Shit, shit switch. And he went from like 40, I think he needed like 70 something, whatever it was. He only had like 30 or 40 at the time. Nigga got all the rest of them in time. Yep. I was like, oh, Jesus. So, um, yeah, he used used that still now. Mm -hmm. He used that tactic to to get all the votes that he needed. Um, So I think after Kennedy was killed, he used that, too, as a a thing to say, you know, in, in order to, you know, to, to fulfill his legacy is the best thing we need to do is just to pass this law. You know what I'm saying? And it was one point, I ain't gonna lie, he was in some meeting, they played the tape where you could tell he was just tired. He was like, why why I just want to last this? Why, why don't y'all just let this nigger bill pass? I was like, oh. <laughs> he said nigger bill? Yeah, he said, why don't y'all just let this nigger bill pass? I was like, oh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so I'm saying, you, you like, because you like, thank you, like, thank you for this shit, but what the fuck? Right. But you gotta realize, this is what people were like at the time, still today, but it's weird, because at first I'm like, thanks, but hold on. So it was just a, um, the senator, and I think he was the governor of um, Arizona. His name was Barry Whitewater or something like that. Very, very racist. You could tell he was a terrible person. Um, he called LBJ out like, you know, he a liar. He a phony. He said he a phony. I'm like, why are you a phony, Barry? So Barry was like, you know what I'm saying? Go back in history before all this shit, all that shit Eisenhower did for Brown versus Board, all that shit. He voted against that. He didn't care about them niggas. Right. So I'm like, um, so I guess LBJ prided himself on being, you know, the president that was going to do some shit. So I guess they said like, he was kind of like, people was like, Oh, you're going to shake the table. You're going to fuck this up. And he was like, well, what's the point of being president? If you're not going to make some changes or do shit, that's wild. Yeah. So, um, 64, he passed the original civil rights act, right. Uh, which was just a segregation. You know what I talked about were war list in last episode. That's how he got the job, you know, no discrimination, um, and schools and things like that, blah, blah. So an extension to the shit that was passed with Brown Brown versus Board of Education. But, you know, black people were still dealing with shit. So um, that passed. Um, Pause in the middle. He also passed the Economic Opportunity Act, uh, which created the Office of Economic Opportunity. And it began the war on poverty. And what you see in a lot of those docs, they talked about that too. And I guess that was interesting to me because I felt like when Kennedy and then, no, that makes sense because that's when MLK got killed and that was 68. So never mind. Um, so yeah, so that's when, uh, I know Andrew Young and uh, the attorney was talking about that too, as far as, you know, poverty and them feeling like, you know, we need to attack this. And because of where LBJ was from, it was important to him anyway. So fast forward to 65, uh, the voters rights act, which was a part of the civil rights, civil rights act too, but the voting part, you know, black people should still be able to vote. They should still be able to do this shit. But in the South, as we know, Selma, Birmingham, they were still doing dirty shit. Like, you know, telling you could vote, but you come in there, there's literacy mm-hmm. test or, you know, a little shit to knock you off your feet. And you're like, damn, nigga, that's how I can vote, but you making it hard. I'm like, what the fuck? So <laughs> LBJ like, bro, what the fuck going on? Like, why y'all just can't let these niggas vote? Like, what the fuck, bro? Uh-huh. So <laughs> I'm trying to make it like a little post, like I'm trying to make it interesting. So <laughs> um, he, uh, it was interesting because he, he, I guess he was just, he was still trying to get it passed. A lot of these people was like, I'm straight on that. Um, so that's when uh, Bloody Sunday happened, which we know was in the movie Selma. And we hear a lot about John Lewis, God rest his soul. Um, talk about that. He got hit in the head with the club and mm-hmm. I think he had a skull fracture. 
um, he, um, I think SCLC and Snick led that. And then, of course, we know it became known as Bloody Sunday when they walked across the Edmund Pettus uh, Bridge in Selma. Popo said, fuck y'all doing, get back. And I think they said they actually try to have a conversation, but they just attacked. Um, so just like he used, yeah, just like he used Kennedy being killed um, as a way to get that pass, he used this as a way um, to talk about what we need to do. And I found it interesting. Uh, one of the things he did say um, was that, you know, uh, I think I quoted here. He said the only the only real progress, the only real road to progress for free people is through the process of law. <laughs> and it's funny because we always talk about how the law needs to change in order mm-hmm. for things to happen. Um, so, yeah. And then one of the things they did say he did, too, and they played a clip that he actually used the, the quote, we shall overcome. And that was one of his last words is like the president you, and coming from, you know, black people march and say we shall over. So actually. And I think um, Andrew Young and the attorney felt like that was like a way or a message to MLK because they showed it was a woman on there. She was saying that she was in a home. It looked like nothing changed, which is fascinating to me in the house where I think her parents were like pastors or something. So they said that was the house where MLK and everybody would come and meet. And they showed the same exact way that the living room is now. Then they showed a picture of MLK sitting there in like 64. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro? Like It looked like they ain't changed shit in the house. So they were just showing him watching the TV when um, Johnson was giving his address to the nation talking about this bill. And when he said, we shall overcome, they felt like he was, you know, creating an, an alliance with them. Um, so, yeah, he passed that that act in 1965. Um, <clears throat> and then lastly, too, he also passed the... Uh, Medicare and Medicaid bills. They said he actually gave the first card to Harry Truman, which is a previous president and his wife. Um, so the reason why we have like the state state and federal programs for Medicaid and Medicare, mm. one is for the older people, one is for just any low, low income people. Um, he passed that too. So one of the things that was interesting that he actually said in his speech, because I know Andrew Young was like, we were just expecting him to say the bill is passed, you know, have a blessed day. But he said that we shall overcome. But he also said he being LBJ is that when he finished college, um, he went to Catulia, Texas, which is like kind of like west of like, I guess, Austin and all that, but like south. Um, And he taught some Mexican kids and he said some of them didn't know English. Some of them did. But he was just kind of like, you know, it was like a schoolhouse, obviously, back in the 20s and shit or 20s or 30s. And he was like and they had pictures, which is wild to me. And he was like, you know, I felt like. I felt bad because these kids was like, you know, why don't people like me? You know, they, you know, talk about my color of skin and, you know, these kids were saying shit. So they said they felt like he had a connection to some of this stuff. Like some of this shit could be obviously bullshit. You're just trying to pass it for whatever reason. But he had some type of heart, I guess, in the sense is what they were trying to say. And he actually said it. So I know Andrew Young and I was like, we didn't even expect that. We just like, hey, bro, do what you got to do. So they felt like a um, felt like a common camaraderie camaraderie was there. Um, and these are just my highlights. Lastly, what kind of, I think, tampers with his, uh, his legacy was the Vietnam War. Now, as we know, Vietnam War it's terrible. went on for a very, very long time. He actually inherited the v- Vietnam War. Um, so I guess he was one of those presidents about peace and he actually p- would prefer to pull out. Um, this goes with my statement from before talking about, um, the potential verge of war that we're on right now, oh. as far as different allies, probably not wanting to get involved, but having to because of treaties and agreements. Mm-hmm. Um, he really didn't want to get involved, but because of what Kennedy and all the other presidents was doing, he was just kind of like, bro, I guess I got to stick in this because I don't want to look like a punk bitch type shit. So um, 
they got them on tape, you know, just kind of, or phone calls like, bro, what can I do? So what was really fucked up was the people over in goddamn Vietnam was telling him that shit was going good. They're like, oh, we straight. We good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Mr. President, can you send us a couple more people? Huh. He's like, I don't really, you know, I don't really want to do that, but how many do you need? They're like, $200. Like, oh, oh. Uh, what, bro? And he's talking to his people. Like, no. So he like, man, let me just get this shit done. So I guess they was like, we can send you about 20. They're like, no, we need 150, 200. They're like, all right, bet. So, you know, our grandparents, parents, whoever old your people are, uncles, great uncles, got drafted, 17 years old and up type shit, right? So they had this journalist. He like, he was old as hell. He was on there. He was like, you know, I was just going over there, you know, just to see what was going on. He was like, I don't know what they was telling the president, but we was getting our asses whooped. And <laughs> he was like, obviously, this is a war that we was kind of drug in where, like yeah. I said, you an ally, you got to kind of help. So once we got in there, we got in there. So he was like, they was clearly lying to the president. He was like, I was there for, I think he said like a week or two. And he was like, if I knew what was going on in six weeks, how the fuck it take you this long to know what was really going on? So yeah. what was really, really sad, he was like, I was talking to this dude. He was like, he's a young kid. He was about 17, 18. And he was like, um, I don't know if he got a message from the dude, mama or something. He was like, yeah, your mom told me to ask you how you was doing. And he was like, he just bust out crying. And he was like, I felt so sorry because this is Damn. like a kid. These are people, kids over here, like just sad as a bitch. So he was like, you know, after that, I was like, yeah, something ain't right. And this is another fast, fascinating point of history, too. So they say Andrew Young and, and it was MLK's attorney. He was like some dude that had like a, a black dude had a high ranking in the, in the Pentagon called MLK. Hey, bro, I need you to come down here. Like, hey, I need to tell you something, I need to show you something. Mm-hmm. So probably MLK probably like, I'm busy. But in the back of his mind, he probably like, I don't know. I can't make it. What's up? He's like, well, can you send somebody that you trust? Like, I need you now. He's like, all right. Hmm. So he sent the attorney, which, surprise, he's still alive. He like, so I pull up. Uh, he kind of turned on the radio. And at first, I thought he did it to kind of like, you know, put some noise in the room type shit. So he said he looked at me and he was like, I hope you got a pen and paper or a good memory because just we got some shit to talk about. So attorney like, yeah, he told me that 12% of the population in Vietnam, and I'm roughly pulling these numbers 12 percent of the population was black people mm-hmm. and black people were getting killed at a rate of i'll just say between 30 and 50 percent so he said he went back to mlk and told him he said he was pissed like i knew it i knew someone was right he was like they're using the, the the money from the war on poverty to fund this war so mlk was pissed the fuck off so it kind of tarnished going back to lbj's legacy because you got people kids going over there and mm-hmm. which was interested in the doc i don't think i didn't look it up i don't think they ever said but his he has two daughters and they're still living um one of them was pregnant at the time both of their husbands had to go fight in the war oh um, wow so they said that uh she said it too but she said she told her dad like if you don't come back i'm never gonna look at you the same type shit so he had his daughters Ooh, on his shit. ass these teens and kids marching on the streets about it. People pissed off kids mad. And I don't know if y'all remember too, because I watched her doc, Jackie Kennedy, uh, the clip with uh, Eartha Kitt. When they said Eartha Kitt, they try to say her career kind of went down because she cussed, not Jackie Kennedy, uh, Lady Bird Johnson, which was LBJ's wife. Um, I guess Eartha Kitt was invited to the White House for some type of ball and shit. So I guess she said something to a Lady Bird about, um, you know, these kids have no reason to be over here in the war and blah, 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 whatever. And, you know, she kind of cussed her out a good way. <laughs> but they claimed Lady Bird started crying and shit. So Aww. after that, they claimed it, it ruined um, Earth's career because, you know, you can't cuss out the first lady. Like but they try to say, you know, Lady Bird was like, I ain't had nothing to do with it. You know, I can't really change anything. And 
Um, so yeah, so that really tarnished his thing, his um, career. And I know he didn't go for, he got reelected in 64. Cause remember he just was put it, put as president in 63. Cause um, Kennedy was assassinated. He got reelected. And then in 68, he decided to sit out. He did not want to run again. Um, they said that he had a heart attack at 47 and they said his parent, and his, they said his, he said his, none of his, his father or his grandfather never lived past 64. Mm. And, how, and how old was he when he died? 64? 64 and like 73. Yeah, I just saw it. Um, wow. They said that he was at home and, you know, tried to call the Secret Service or whatever and just didn't make it. So um, it took him to, I think, San Antonio or something to the hospital. He didn't make it. But um, yeah, he was a big guy. He's about 6'4". And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I got from the doc. There's other things they talk about um, as far as different laws and different conversations with different politicians. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of highlight some of the black history stuff, a part of it, because um, as you can probably see, as I say, and then just in general, from what they said in the doc, you know, he passed some of the the most civil rights shit in the last, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, like significant things. Like if those things weren't passed, um, you yeah, know, we wouldn't sure. vote. It'll be a little different. Yeah, we had Brown versus Board of Education, but niggas were still fighting. And like, mm-hmm. you know, we still fight today. But back then it was really fighting to get their asses whipped and bottles thrown at them for trying to go to school on some Ruby Bridges shit. Right. So a lot of different things changed. Yeah. And then, of course, MLK was assassinated in 68. And I think they said the Vietnam. I remember when we talked about Mwanja from them docs. A lot of it seemed to me, it seems like none of this other shit, you know, were really ruined MLK as far as with some of his allies, but the Vietnam war and his comments on it really is really mm-hmm. what fucked him up. Um, and they were talking about that too. And how like LBJ felt like betrayed. Cause after he found out what his mans told him, like, you know, he said, they don't bullshit over there. He really started coming out and he, they even said, they was telling him like, I don't think you should take that approach. And, you know, mm-hmm. if L- they said MLK was kind of like, you know, fuck that. But he didn't think that it was going to be as big as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as them disagreeing with him. So they said him and LBJ kind of had some tension after that um, for him speaking out. But still, LBJ wasn't really on that too. And he just felt bad because he really couldn't do anything. And I think the people was really lying to him about what was happening over there. So um, but as the president, he probably should have pressed. Ooh, terrible, um, terrible war. Yeah, he should have pressed what was going on. So a lot of people got killed, as you know, probably one of the worst wars. Um, you can act like we won, but we didn't. Mm. But it really had shit to do with it. It's kind of like this Russia and Ukraine shit. So you just terrible. part of your allyship. Mm. Um one of the things I want to add before I, I wrap this up is I did watch, um, it was a CNN doc, but I found it on HBO Max, which was easier. Uh, it's called First Ladies, and it got, it's like five episodes of different First Ladies. I don't watch Michelle Obama because I feel like I know much about her, but I'll watch it later when I get a chance. But I watched Lady Bird, and then I watched Jackie Kennedy because I know she brings a lot of like controversy. Y'all know this lady was 31 when she became First Lady? 31? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 30. Imagine being First Lady right now. Yeah. I, I was Ooh. like, I was like, oh, I thought she was like his age because he was like, I guess I know mo. late 30s or 40. I was like, really? Service. <laughs> yeah, they had the secret service. Yeah. Secret, secret, a separate channel. Like, yeah. No LBJ, please. No LBJ talk. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nothing. Um, Larissa, yeah. how's your, uh, how's the, uh, how's the White House? <laughs> I don't know. How's the bunker? It, <laughs> you know, they said the, the their, their White House was draped in like black. I found that fascinating. Oh, like the, the decor. I was like, Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, but yeah, she. That's why she no, she he, he was already dead. She um, I think they said her mom and them. 
I don't know if they didn't have a lot of money, but her mom met some dude. I forgot what he did for a living, but he ended up having money. And so she got that idea in her head. Like her mom was like, don't get a broke man type shit. So, you know, the Kennedys, they got the compound. Their daddy did all this shit. So it kind of passed down. So he had money. So she met him. It was all cool or whatever. Um, he was elected as president. But in the midst of all this shit, we already know what they say about Kennedy was, you know, cheating on her. It was on some shit. They was giving it up in this dog. I was like, that dirty bastard. Um, they said <laughs> he gave birth to her... I think, I don't know if it was the first kid they gave birth to. Um, it was stillborn. And oh, I think her name was supposed to be Arabella or something. Y'all know this lady was giving birth and, and bro bro was in South of France fucking hoes. Wow. So they said, they said his men had to literally be like, bro, yo, go get your wife, like get on the plane. Oh, oh my, my God. That's went it. Back. They said when he was elected as president, I think she just gave birth to, I don't know if it was the dope. It's two. Well, no, it's one living kid now. Cause this junior died in the airplane, uh, the airplane crash in 99 with his fiance, or girlfriend and her sister, I think. Um, then I think one of the little boys that she had, Patrick died, like for whatever disease he had, he was born with. And then the first one, Arabella had was stillborn. So I know they were talking about how to, they, he wanted kids because his family was big and she just had those unfortunate incidents. So I think it was when it was junior they had. These were cursed. Yeah. People say that about their family. Um, so she she gave birth and they said that I think that's when it was like his inauguration day or whatever. So I think they said if you run the tapes back, you'll see that she was there. But then she just disappeared. So they said she was like, she was still nauseous. She just had a fucking baby. So she went to go lay down or whatever. Um, and they said that the nurse or whatever came in there with some pills and she like, what's this? And they said it was speed. So next thing you know, she said she getting dressed, putting her makeup on, like she for it. So they said they went to the, the ball or whatever. You know, it was a whole bunch of different parties that night, right? So they said, she's kind of like, all right, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to go to the crib. He like, all right, straight, go ahead. They said, do you know this nigga was at different parties with different bitches? They said that he had another a different woman on his arm at every party. I'm like, disrespectful, bro. So sick, sick. His, I think it was his 40th birthday party or something. They said the theory of Marilyn Monroe fucking him. They said, I think they had it on tape. <laughs> they had her happy birthday oh. <laughs> But they said Miss Kennedy wasn't there, so they said some of the people in the crowd felt like she was damn near fucking the nigga in public. Oh, yeah. like, Happy birthday! So they said uh, Jackie knew he was fucking her and other bitches. So I think they said she, she you know she hit him up like she just felt disrespected. And she, I think she had a conversation with him. Do you know they talked about which is fine, fair? Talked about how they could make their sex life better, and he told her what she could do, and mm-hmm. the nigga still didn't stop cheating. Mm-hmm. They never do. I was like, bruh. Um, so I think, I think he, Patrick, he may was the last one. He probably was the last kid. The one I was talking about that passed away. I forgot what they said happened, but he was born. Something happened. He didn't make it. So I think they said that kind of brought them together. And then somebody was like, you know, I've never seen them like hold hands or like kiss in public. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. And that's kind of different for like a presidency. So they had an interesting relationship. Um, of course he was assassinated and then she got remarried, um, to the guy from Greece. So I, you know, when you do that, you lose all your secret service and shit. I learned yeah. that a long time ago. Yeah. Um, when they remarried. Then, yeah. Like if you out of here, you out, you don't get none of that shit no more. And then I think he was, um, part of like another government anyway. So, yeah. So she, uh, I think she died in like 94 from, uh, some type of cancer or something, I believe. She was only like 64, but like, just, this shit is interesting to me. Like, that's not even that old. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah, man. Wow. She, He's having problems. I mean, never mind. She, she lived in, um, an interesting <laughs> life under his, uh, 
And it, it was fascinating. I'm like, bro, they giving it up on here. Like, yeah, you know, he was, he, it was, he was still fucking bitches. I'm like, damn. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm giving birth, bro, to a baby that's stillborn, and you gonna stop the French fucking bitches, bro? Um, and I think too, they said they saw like you know Robert Kennedy, and he was mentioned in the LBJ doc. They wasn't really, they was cool, but then when he decided to run for pre- president, LBJ was kind of like, what the fuck, bro, this is my shit. Uh- um, all the other Kennedy kids was having a lot of kids, and I think um, he only has, I think her, the daughter. I don't even know if Caroline. Oh, that's Reagan kids. They so different from him. It's crazy. But anyway, um, I think he only had because that's why I looked up, looked into it, because it was like he only has one grandson. Or I'm like, huh? <laughs> but then it made sense. I was like, oh, because it all happened to the kids and stuff. So um, but yeah, to wrap it up, I guess for me, it just made me think about as we talk about voting as far as the LBJ stuff um these days and you know how some of the people in the generation don't think it makes sense. And you know, sometimes honestly, you have I have those thoughts of, you know what really does make sense. But I look at some of this stuff that some of our people really went through and as far as some of these laws. And that's why I kind of highlighted when he said the road to, to success or whatever for, for free people, for, for people to be free is the process of law. A lot of this law shit need to change. So um, that's where they're doing a lot of different things as far as um, gerrymandering and changing some of the voters and vote, voting boundaries in some of these different states, like I think Ohio, Texas, Tennessee, Georgia, doing stuff to, to change it, to make it more um, positive for um just in general, I guess I don't want to just make it a party thing, but to Republican um, um, people um, and runners uh, to make it seem like they're getting more votes and things like that. So um, you got to pay attention to some of these different laws and what's happening. So um, I agree. That's it, guys. Any any thoughts? Mm, That's my I don't trust any white white president. Mm That's before uh, Barack Obama. Uh, no, I don't trust Biden. <laughs> so I don't trust no white president. I'm sorry. Like, so yeah. None of them. <laughs> yeah, none. Yeah, right. Because I'm like, oh. it's always a hidden agenda. Like, it, like the kids are learning about the Emancipation Proclamation. I'm like, mm, I hate talking about that because at the end of the day, they yeah freed the slaves, but let's be real. Like he, uh, uh, Lincoln already said, like, yo, I, if I had no choice, I would not free these niggas. But I had no other choice. So it's just always, like you said with LBJ, like, can we get this nigger bill passed? And it's just like, there's always a hidden agenda. Like, it's not not because he really wants to free niggers, but he wanted to free, he wanted know. to have a great, le- it's his legacy. He was like, my legacy would be X, Y, and Z. So it's not, it's always never uh, um, out of the kindness of my heart, but it's always more so of, a, all right, as a president, how do I want to go down? And this is how I want to go down. So. Well, we're gonna go down passing this shit. So I'm I'm with you in this nigger bill. Just don't say it to me. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did the yeah, war drugs and we'll do it again. Oh, so no. you got niggas like got niggas like Barry in Arizona, like, man, he a phony. I was like, wait, they talk like that back in the day. He's a phony. I'm like, yeah, they black and white. Niggas, like, he a phony. I'm like, get out the mic, Barry. Like, yeah. Barry was really racist. Barry was bad. Um I think he did something with the Miranda or something with the Miranda shit happened too. That was like state of Arizona versus Miranda shit. The Miranda rights that passed in like. Oh yeah. Or something. Kids um, so yeah, no, that, that was, wild. that's it. Like I said, it, I'll go ahead. Last I'm sorry. I was just going to say wild history is wild and just knowing more and more just brings out the wildness. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I was just thinking like, it's crazy. Like in school, you, you touch on certain things, but you don't, I, right. I guess, I mean, I get you don't have time just in general, but um, just a lot, a lot of like different kinks in it that you really don't specifically learn about. Like, cause I'd be wanting to learn about the historical stuff that kid, people today feel like they don't want to hear about anymore. But I do like learning about how JFK wasn't shit. Um, the real shit. Like, 
Let's right. talk about real shit. I don't want to, like, when we talk about these different generations making it seem like, oh, do this, do that. Your kids are so different. You just don't have any respect. I'm like, those fucking bitches are getting money back then, too. Hell. You know, it's just different. So, um, yeah, man. It's wild. Prayers to the Kennedys and everybody. Um, I think I said LBJ, his wife, they're, they're kind of older now, but he has two daughters. And um, I think it's Caroline is the only, the, from, um, JFK, the daughter that's living too. So um Reagan kids did not fuck with them. Like mm. they are like completely Democrat. They're like complete. I already knew the son was from that Reagan doc I watched last year. But the daughter, I was watching some shit, and it seemed like they their kids within their marriage, um, because he had kids from he was married to like an actress or something. And I think he adopted one of the sons and he's strictly Republican, but that's another story. But his kids, they did not fuck with him. Like as far as political shit, they straight up like Democrat. And I think the daughter it, Cause I watched the Nancy Reagan one, but I went on a whole binge of the daughter, like saying like, they didn't really have that mother daughter relationship like that most people would have. And I think I read, she was living with some dude in college and they just didn't agree with it. And, you know, they just didn't have a good relationship until he got um, uh, Alzheimer's in like 94 and he died in 04. So Damn. that's when she said she, she felt like she had to kind of be there for her mom. And, you know, she, I think she died in like 16. So she was, you know, kind of there for her and in, in her older years, but just younger. It seemed like one of those mother daughter things where to me, Nancy was trying to be so perfect. And the kids didn't like always like agree with like what they, yeah. cause I think the son was saying like he was working some job and he was trying to tell his dad about like, you know, some of the shit people were going through. And he said, Reagan was just kind of, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I was just like, God damn. He was like, my dad just didn't understand. Mm. Um, so I know, I'd be because I think when I watched the Reagan one, I was looking at the hashtag and people was in the comments mad as hell at his son, like some of the Republicans, like, uh, Reagan would just be rolling over in his grave over his son. He's a piece of shit. I'm like, just because he don't agree with you. Like, yeah. I don't call you a piece of shit. Like, it's just, it's just be funny. So it'd be like, I, I could be like in the spotlight, like president, like you said, Secret Service, you know, president's kid. Like, I think the daughter was saying that shit. I couldn't, I just, you couldn't do nothing. Like, it was always something. I bet. Like, you're going to try to go on a date. Trying to get something in, it don't work, but um Damn, yeah, no, man, that's no kind of VAs. right. Yeah, so that's kind of um all I had. Oh, I want to say this real quick. Last thing. Nixon was a fucking dick. He was a fucking dick. I already talked about him being a dick oh, before. Yeah. We all know he's a dick anyway. But in this doc, it ended kind of because Nixon was the next president after LBJ stepped down and they had to actually run again. Um, but they said kind of with the Vietnam shit. Um, LBJ was like super close to doing like a peace treaty with Vietnam to wrap this shit up. Like, we okay, what can we do to get this shit done? Uh, they said, I think it was this doc. They was like, he even offered all this money that was equivalent to like trillions of dollars to rebuild this and that, whatever. And then the dude over there with Vietnam wasn't budging, but they somehow they came up on an agreement. But because they knew that Nixon was going to run and LBJ was at the end of his presidency, I think before he stepped down. Nixon had somebody talking to some chick over there in uh, Vietnam about like, all right, whatever he say he going to do for you, it ain't going to go well. You know what I'm saying? I, Nixon got you. Like, whatever you want. Oh, wow. Just, just wait. Just wait till uh, next year. Wait till after presidency. I got you. So they got a phone call with Nixon and uh, <laughs> LBJ on the phone. You can tell LBJ pissed. Like, hey, bro, uh, I heard you got somebody over there, like, you know, talking to him or whatever. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, Mr. Johnson, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I'm with you. I'm with Sick. you here. <laughs> and after that, you know, remember I talked about the Watergate shit in the past. Like, he was just a fucking, it's a new doc. It's not new, but it's another doc I found called Tricky Dicky talking about this. <laughs> fuck up he was. I, I fell asleep on it, but 
I think it's on. I seen it on HBO. Yeah, he was just fucking wicked, bro. Like he just all this shit with the Panthers, bro. It was just nasty. So yeah, man, I, it's I could do politics. I always say that. I don't even know if I've been in the fucking spotlight as a celebrity or just in general, bro. I, yeah, I want to be like a Clarence Avon. Put me over there. I want to go to Target still <laughs> and mind my business. In the store, yes, I did drive up, but I forgot my toothpaste. I'm going in there. Don't reckon. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's crazy. So I just think everybody should pay attention to everything going on, have your own thoughts. But mm-hmm. it's just interesting to know about history um, and what how we got here as far as, you know, voting in black people, air quotes, air quotes, again, air quotes, being free. Um, like I said, LBJ triumph and tragedy. It was new. It came on on CNN. You can probably go watch it on that. I watched it on the app after it came out. Um, whether it's fire TV or your phone or something. So that's all I have folks. Um, what can I call that? True crime. Kind of president's edition. <laughs> president's edition. Yeah. <laughs> Civil rights. Level. They were all criminals. So yes, it fits. <laughs> Let's move on to random shit of the week slash weekly revelations. Anybody got any flowers for this week? Yeah, real quick. Um, basketball. Uh, that was fun, man. That was fun being at the Bucks game and just watching the Nets. Um, Nets and the, and the Bucks go at it. Um, just seeing the players just have fun um, and just enjoy the game, man. Like I said, being down that low, the game was a little different. It was yeah, it was fun. I can't wait. So. I want to start getting closer and closer and, you know, put your, put my feet on the wood next time. Pause. So that's what I definitely want to do um, next time. But yeah, man. And then Grey's Anatomy. Um, it's a good show. Uh, it's I'm with season six. It's crazy. So, so happy you're um, a Grey's fan. I never thought I would watch that show. I'm like, I'm never watching Grey's, blah, blah, blah. Next, you know, and here you are. Here I am. So, yeah. Here I am. I got a couple of dollars. I can spend it on her. I was muted myself. I was trying to do the rig boss. <laughs> <laughs> you spit it on her. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but a superwoman needs a superman. Here, I, who wrote that? I don't know who wrote that. <laughs> Miami. Y'all see that nigga with the horse? That shit fun or the tree? <laughs> yeah. Um, they made him change that album cover. I know that much when he had that uh them, them white gloves on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they was on his tail. It was like he this what happened when Illuminati get you. But uh yeah, this those two things, uh basketball games and grades anatomy. Okay. They're trying to charge me a thousand dollars to cut down these trees. I can do it myself. I'm like, okay, Rick. I'm like, like oh, please tree don't fall on him. Lord Jesus. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Let's see. Um, I'm giving my flowers to um the I think it's Yuka, the Yuka app. Um, it is an app. You can go around and scan things in the grocery store. It does food and like cosmetic items. Um and you know what? I kind of love it. I've been scanning shit to see what's good and what's bad. Um, I actually found some really good bread. I'm not really eating bread, but um, when I have my little piece of avocado toast um, a couple days a week, um, I wanted some really good bread. So I found some. But yeah, I just, I've just i been scanning everything. Scan, scan, scan. It tells you. I don't They do tell you how they score things um, within the app, but... Um, I don't really care if they say it's good. It's good. They rated um from one to one hundred or zero to one hundred. So obviously zero is bad. 
the closer the item is to 100, the better. And it tells you why. If there's like, like reasons things have been bad is because, let's see. Uh, we got Snickers ice cream scan. They got a zero out of 10 and they, <laughs> they gave it a zero. <laughs> they gave it a zero because it has uh, six additives that we should avoid. Uh, well, three of, three of them are no risk. Two are moderate risk and one is hazardous. Um, saturated fat, it's too fatty. And sugar, it's too sweet. But the positives, which I do like, even if they give um, an item a zero, they still give some positives about it. So positives would be it has some protein in it. Um, it's low in sodium and calories are low, which I'm surprised they say this is low. It's 338 per Snickers bar. But um, yeah, so I love this app. Shout out to the app. And then I'm going to also give them to Jabari Banks, who plays uh, Will Smith on Bel Air. Um, we finally gave it a shot. Um, I really like it. Um, I think he's doing a really good job. And he kind of, what I like is he acts like Will Smith from Fresh Prince, but in his own way. Um, and it, I don't know, I, I think it's, I just, I just think he's dope. He's dope at what he's doing. So, yeah, shout out to him in the show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Because I, I think when they first dropped the first three, I was like, I got it. But then I just couldn't pay attention to the next couple of ones. I think I got to watch five again. But mm. overall, I enjoy it, though. Yeah, I think it's decent, for sure. Um, You could app. I wonder if they got something to do with VeChain, because that was one of the things. Have Well, it wasn't more of that. It was more people being able to trace their meat and shit to see like where mm. it came from from the beginning stages. So okay. interesting. Interesting. I bet you they got some type of um, technology with that type of shit. Um, my flowers this week are going to go to Mr. Paul Revere Williams. Um, me being me. Skimming through peep. No, I was going to watch this other PBS doc. It, it kind of didn't grab me, so I clicked on this. <laughs> um, Paul Williams was a architect, one of the first black architects. Um, he did a lot of designing in Hollywood. Um, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Okay. The, uh, sign he had that's actually his signature his writing i should say um he long story short i think his family moved from memphis uh tennessee in like the eight like late 1800s um i guess his parents had tuberculosis or something and he um he was born in la when his people moved and they did something interesting too they they highlighted how like they were like damn near trying to get people to move to LA as far as the ads and shit like you mm-hmm. know we got oranges here it's always sunny you know yep. that little shit that people know now and they be trying to get there but back then they was trying to get people because it wasn't as big of a city back then um so yeah he was born there I think his people had like a fruit stand um unfortunately it was him and his brother that were born his parents died like a couple years later from tuberculosis tuberculosis like back to back um, then it was just him and his brother. They were adopted by two different families. I think the brother died. He was, the brother was older at like 20 or something. So it was just him. Um, he got bought in by like some lady and her husband and, you know, they put the shit in him that he can do whatever he want. Uh, went to architecture school and from there, he just kind of worked his way up, was designing different houses for different people like Lucille Ball, some of those celebrity okay. people. And they, sh- they showed a lot of the different homes. They talked about the Beverly Hills Hotel. When you go to Hollywood or whatever, you see the Beverly Hills Hotel sign. Like I said, that's his signature. That's his handwriting. Um, I think his grandkids were on there just talking about how like now they're kind of tearing down some of these places. And then the Watts, the, the L.A. riots in 1992, um, they were talking about how like all his... Um, 
blueprints and a whole bunch of shit in his records about the people that work for him. All that shit was lost because the building that the bank that they kept in, I think it was a black bank, got burned down. Damn. And they said that when the, the riots happened in 64, the Watts riots, it didn't get burned down. So because people knew what the building was, so they expected it would be the same. But in 92, they just didn't give a fuck burning everything. So they lost a lot, a lot, of, a lot of his records. They said his one of his granddaughters was doing a um, writing a book about him. So some of the blueprints she had at her house. So that's all they really have left. Um, so now my point in saying that was now. Some of these homes in LA that, you know, these new people don't give a fuck. They're just bulldozing them down. Um, some stuff, they don't know what he really did. There's no record. Um, so they talked about a couple of different places that people were about to tear down that, you know, some white lady was like, I was running next door. I'm like, oh, this is this governor. You know, mayor said you can't tear this down. And I guess the dude was like, I mean, I'm just trying to do what they're trying to tell me to do. Yeah. And they kept the house. So it just shows like certain things. And I think they still got the home that they built, which is super dope. He built for his wife. Um, it's different to see how like stuff is different from then. So it's like some white couple that own one of the houses and they were talking about the renovations they got done um, and what they left the same from then. So I like I can see you talking about somebody from the 70s. But you're talking about somebody that had been working from since the 1920s and right. teens all the way up until I think he died in like he died January 23rd, 1980. What? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, oh, well, maybe my Let's go. Yeah, January 23rd, 80, he died in LA. So, um, and actually, they had his funeral at the one of the first AME churches there, and he actually was the architect of that. Oh, wow. Um, this, you the, said this is on PBS? Yes, yeah, oh. something I forgot what it's called. Something with Paul Revere, but he's an architect. Um, you'll see it if you go through the, it's like it popped up on like the Black History thing. Mm. So, yeah. Um, and lastly, he worked with, uh, they say he didn't really have a lot of like different, like random friends. Um, he worked with Danny Thomas. I guess he was an actor back then. But the significance of that was he obviously helped build his house or be the architect of the house. But uh, I think Danny wanted to, he, cause you know, he was from Tennessee or Memphis, uh, Paul, but I guess Danny, yeah. they wanted to team up and do something for people. But they, he actually did the blueprint for uh, St. Jude's um, Hospital in oh, wow. Memphis. So uh, he did it for free for Danny. So they show like the clip of him in the opening day. So in Memphis, that hospital was the architect. But it's, uh, they, they just kind of highlighted a couple of different places across the, across the country that um, Paul's work, where his work is. Um, he even, I know they said a lot of people when they built the LAX airport back then, they were trying to find, you know, when you trying to bid to be the architect to, you know, build the blueprint. He, he wanted to do it, but he knew he had a small firm. It was on like 10 people. You know, some of the white people got firearms with two, three hundred people, so he knew he wouldn't be able to really get the job. Um, but he they ended up putting him on the board with all these other people. So he had like some some type of involvement with the LAX airport. Um, and then they said it was fucked up too, because a lot of these people he built homes for or these different like places in Hollywood, you know, hotel and shit. He couldn't even go in there because he's black. So mm. it was just what like fucked up. You the architect for it, but you're not involved, you know. But they, they did say his, I think it was his grandson was like, today he would probably be considered an Uncle Tom because he was a Republican. Um, and I just think, like, just thinking about it, just, you know, in, you know, hindsight, I just think at the time you probably was trying to, you know, co-mingle and do what you had to do to move forward type shit. So uh, who's to say, but his grandson did say that he was, um, he would probably be review, uh, viewed in that manner. But yeah, he died in, like I said, Jan 1980 January 23rd um so my flowers are gonna go to him because I like I think I heard that but I never really knew too much about it but that's super dope especially in a city like Los Angeles to be one of the top people and be black um 
So yeah. Um, secondly, just going to the gym and working out. Um, I've been fairly consistent for two weeks. Um, last week I was kind of nice. thrown off because I had to go downtown Houston, um, Tuesday and Thursday, but my, one of my favorite workout times is between like one and 3 PM. Um, you got maybe 12 too, but it seems like a lot of people be leaving, but at around two, between two and three good ass spot right there. Cause people just now getting off work after that. And then before that, like people at work and somebody may come around noon to get their little lunchtime break. But between two and three, perfect time. If you can't go in the morning or at night or whatever, after work, be too busy. Try that. Um, And then just Kanye's doc, uh, Genius. Um, I watched part two. Oh, yeah. I think the day good. after it came out or something like that. Um, Yeah, man. Good stuff. I just like seeing different film. Just makes me realize where I was at certain points in time and just go back, goes back to how I say, like, I like to like, of course, I don't know, I guess it depends on what it is. Record everything, take pictures of everything. That's why I kind of like to document and actually print my pictures out and put them in different photo albums because um, you can look back at what a different time, see what you look, see how you sounded, just see people you may not even know. Like, who's that? People telling you, like, I'm talking about history, different shit. So I just think it's super dope to see, where he was and how he basically manifested that. And then I think it was a part in part one where he was in a truck. And he was just kind of like, oh, my new word is fruition. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was cracking up laughing. Like, that's hilarious. Me too. Um, and just how his mom was a big part of his life. And just, you know, some points where he may have felt just a little bit down. You can tell he knew where to go to to get that motivation. Or she was probably the person that could tell him, like, you know, you know how to feel in a certain mo- moment. Like the part where she was saying, you know. You you kind of arrogant, but you know, like you do a good though. Like you know, I think you got to be right in the middle. He was like, "So you think I'm arrogant?" Like you know, now he probably be like, "Houseway, yeah. houseway." Yeah, like, <laughs> I I loved 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 those moments with his mom just because she really to me like kept him level. Like she she upped him, but also like you know, stay humble, be cool. But mm-hmm. I really loved when she would come in and she would start rapping his songs. She like, you remember that one, Kanye? And he like no. <laughs> I just I just thought it was cute when she walked um when she walked in the studio with uh Diddy when Diddy was in there mm-hmm. and he was like how you doing? His mom was just dope to me and I was like yeah you I could you can tell like that I feel like not having her has was a lot uh, like a, obviously a big change mm-hmm. in his life and mm-hmm. I don't know man this third episode. I feel like it's going to try to squeeze too much into one episode, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I like even when he did the deaf poetry jam, his mom yes, was like, you were great. Yeah. I was oh like, my God. Kind of <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah. I didn't realize like, cause I remember she died a long time ago, but I don't know in my mind. Cause growing up, I'm thinking it was maybe like 10, 11. I'm like, that shit was 07, bro. That's a long ass time ago. Like yeah, long time to be without her. Like long time. Cause he wasn't even famous when you think about it in retrospect yeah. compared to his career. Not exactly. that long. Exactly. So imagine what it would look like now. And man, I just, I just hate hearing stuff like that. Cause I'd be like, I would love to see like her seeing, you know, Mm. from where they come from like she saw it but just to see it in totality would probably be a whole different thing so god bless her and him mm-hmm. be, be um what you what you trying to say over there i said he'll be the president by now if his mom was with him i could see i really could see kanye being the president if his mama would have you know um with him but yeah Mm, I don't know. Uh, listeners, let us know if you guys have any uh, <laughs> any um, any flowers for this week. There we go. That's my word. 
All right, guys, let's move on to dating relationships and sex for you nasty motherfuckers. Dating. Like real nasty dating. motherfuckers eat. Uh, so, man. We're not um, even that nasty. No. Um, <laughs> compared to horrible decisions. Oof, that's all they talk about. What you can do about that. I don't know how I can do that every day. But I look to them, though. But, um, yeah, so uh, this, uh, this, uh, I guess you want to say we got two anons, but this relationship anon is interesting. Um, someone uh, is asking for our help, and I wanted to uh, read this for you guys here. Um, so I'm going to try to read it as desperate as um, this person sounds here. It says, help me. My wife's parents are driving me crazy. They keep trying to control my wife. Last year, I told my wife that I do not want my kids to go anywhere since they are not vaccinated and my wife obliged. However, when her father came into town and he wanted all the family to go out to eat behind my back, she took the uh, she took the kids to go out to eat. Just a couple weeks ago, I bought a bottle of Jack to sip on when I have stressful days at work. When I came home from work, to my surprise, the bottle of Jack was gone. I asked my wife, did she drink it? Or did she, yeah, did she drink it? And she said her dad took it. WTF. I asked her to tell him to bring it back or at least uh, replace it. She called and he said uh, he hid it in the house because it's a game my wife and him played when he would go to her apartment. I told her that her dad is a thief and to return my bottle at once. She then became mad uh, and uh, she then became mad at me and told her not to talk about uh, and told me not to talk about her parents. I love my wife, but her family is getting out of hand. Before we got married, I read a message from her mom telling my wife not to marry me. Um, she said I was bad news and that she would never achieve. I would never achieve. Um, oh, no, she would never achieve her goals with me. I ignored it. But this I cannot ignore. Taking things from my house is wrong. What should I do? I know this is a lot, but I love my wife. But at this rate, she can't control her family and I'm losing grip on our relationship. You all are my favorite podcast and I can't wait to hear your advice. I promise I will follow up. Signed, a desperate husband. What husband listening to this promise? <laughs> 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 a desperate husband. A well, desperate. we need to be a black opinionated husband. Speak up. Mm -hmm. A desperate husband. Um, and what are y'all well, thoughts? Two says, wait a minute. Hold on. I told her that her dad is a thief. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Two> said? Who <laughs> <Two> said? <laughs> That'd be him when he be wanting to say something to her dad, but he can't get it out. That's his wife. Let it out, sir. Oh man. How long they been married? Do you know? Oh, uh five oh, more than five years. I want to say seven, if I'm not mistaken. Let's backtrack. <coughs> Squeeze me. Let's go back to when he says he read a message from her mom telling my wife not to marry me. Mm. How did you feel then, sir? 
Like, what made you? Because I know some people be like, "Fuck the family. I don't care how your family feel about me or what they think. I'm still gonna do what I gotta do to be with you." But did you think it was gonna, gonna get better? Did anything show you that it was gonna get better? <clears throat> Just that aspect first. I'm gonna start there. And I think that's a lot of a lot of times people are stuck in that I love you, but I don't love what your family is, and yeah, that can be disheartening and 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 uh, and tough. Only because my thing is too, if they talk bad about you behind your back, what are they telling your kids behind your back? And so, like, oh, your daddy's your daddy's a punk bitch. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what are they saying? Or your daddy's weak, or whatever. Like, what are they saying about the father behind their back to the children? And then the children come back, and then, boom, they now they don't they don't respect you, and you're trying to tell them, my granddaddy said you weak. <laughs> it's like, wait, 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 wait a minute, hold on. Huh? And um, so. That is a problem. That that is a problem. But it's tough, brother. That's a tough. That is tough. It's just too much going on in this situation for me. So like, it started with taking the kids out <laughs> after not being asked to, and then we jump into this. In town. <laughs> <laughs> then we jump into this story about. Um, we we jump into this bottle of liquor that gets hidden or stolen or whatever. Um, honestly, it's a lot of red flags for me, but that's just me. Um, I I just that's why I'm like I'm gonna need you to become black and opinionated. You have to speak up because <laughs> not young. I mean, <laughs> oh, we're all young. I don't I don't I'm not gonna call anyone old, but. I just, I mean, it, it seems like there's a lot that you need to say to your wife. And I think you need to do just that. Sit down, make a list, and go over it. Um, because, no, it's not okay that the father is coming to your house and moving shit around. Stealing it or moving it around, whatever the fuck. Like, don't do that. Um, <laughs> the whole taking the kids out after agreeing not to. I mean... She shouldn't have lied about it. If you're going to do it, then she shouldn't have lied about it. But I think y'all need to have a conversation and, I mean, figure figure out what y'all want to do going forward. It, it, do y'all think that it's on the significant other to handle that situation? Or does the does the um, the husband, in this case, need to speak up and talk directly to the family? What I say in the episode was a 90-something when we was arguing. And Mwanja said uh, his, <laughs> his girlfriend is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he said, my new bitch is a lawyer. And I said, ah, you don't respect her. <laughs> so, you ah, she don't, don't respect you. She don't respect you, sir. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I agree with Lassie. I think there's a lot going on. That's why I said we need to rewind to the beginning to see how we got here. Um, so we started with that, that shit with the mom because you didn't really mention much about the mom. You said family, but it seemed to be more targeted at the dad. The mom and daddy got problems with you. Mm. Um, as far as the dad, like Lassie said, I think there are certain things that obviously are not right and you need to be a man in your home. This reminds me of them like 90s <laughs> or 2000 sitcoms. Remember, like, it seemed like every TV show had a, a little stint where, like, I don't know if you remember Moesha when D-Dad came from Jamaica and he just could never, like, <laughs> get him to like him or whatever. And it was mm-hmm. always something and everything went his way until, like, you know, they had a conversation or on a different world where, like, 
um, Dwayne's mom didn't really care for Whitley and her situation. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's always like something on the TV show about like that type of thing. Um, how they obviously resolve it, whatever. But um, yeah, I think this should have been nipped in the bud from the beginning. I do feel okay. like um, maybe first talk to your wife about it again. Air quotes. I would assume you talked to her before. <laughs> really have her understand like what you how you feel about this and i think she needs to first do the first punch at talking to her own people mm-hmm. yeah. about how they treat you as your wife of 5 to 7 years or whatever um because you don't want to have to be uncomfortable in your home and i feel like it should maybe start with her saying something um if you obviously want to be there if y'all want to team up and do it but sh- you need to have her on board cuz if you don't have her on board what's the point cuz she going to keep still doing the same shit I agree um like taking your kids out I mean I would probably take them too but whatever uh, <laughs> right. that's why I'm like why she lie about I mean I that's that's why I'm like I thought this was going to be about the kids and and, and <laughs> the, the covid thing and then we jumped over into two other lanes like we mm. this is like going across four different lanes on the on the freeway and I'm just like hmm and it says at the, at the end, I promise I will follow up. And when you follow up, I need to follow up on each situation. The kid shit, the dad shit, and the mom shit. Because you didn't tell us a lot here in this in this paragraph, and I need to know all the facts. Mm, it sounds like he desperately wrote this, but it um but the thing <laughs> this desperate is house husband. Right. Mm. He's that's des- uh he, he, he definitely um was frantic about this message, but it frantic it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> frantic nigga. <laughs> frantic nigga. Um so <laughs> uh, womp, womp, womp. no, but it's just I think and he didn't talk much about his own family as well too, which is interesting. So I'm assuming that that relationship is either its existence, but they're not in their business or you know they might say little things here and there, but it's not extravagant enough for it to be um, an issue, but I, I do think that, like you said, this should have been nipped in the bud. He still went through it anyway. I, I do feel like there is a conversation he'd be having with your wife first because let's look at it from the wife's position. She's in this middle part where I got to please my husband, but also my family. Right. But for me, I'm like, look, fam, once you marry, you got a whole new family. You created a whole new family once you marry. Like, I love my family, I love my parents, but at the end of the day, I, think I, I love can't, my wife. I can't I think I love my wife. I think I can't. I, I I know I can't please my family because I have a whole family I just created on my own. Right. I have to take care of them. And that includes my kids and that includes my wife. And if I don't take care of them, then I'm losing my family. And I can't take care of everybody else's families. And then uh, now it's in shambles. But yeah, it's just a, it's just that, this is just a lot. Like you said, Lassie, it's just like two different stories. But I guess you're trying to illustrate how crazy this family is with these different um stories but i would say fam you just gotta have a conversation and if it's not being if you're not being hurt i'm assuming this has happened multiple times as he said yeah. this is starting web so you need to have one last conversation and if nothing's changing it's a wrap i'll make it a wrap yeah, I do want to ask, um, what's your relationship like with her, let's just say with her dad at this point? Because right. like, is it like a respectable thing where you can probably just go talk to him yourself? Because um, I feel like those two things do need to be established, right? Or should have been established. Yeah. The respect that you're getting from her dad, her mom, and wh- whomever else, siblings or whatever, um, and her. So that's why I say start with her. But I feel like at this point, y'all been in it for five to seven years. So you should be able to go to the dad and be like, hey, bro, Relax. you know what I'm saying? Relax. Relax. Yeah, X, Y, and Z. So if there's not none of that there, it's your fault, bro. You're going to let it linger so long. Yeah. I mean, 
Stand up for it. Be a man. Pull your big drawers up. Pull your, pull, your, pull, your, pull your ethicas up. <laughs> that, they weren't in your face. <laughs> yeah, pull your, pull your uh, fruit of the looms up. But, Not yeah. fruit of the looms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pull your tidy whities up, sir. Sound like you be yeah. wearing them. Those are the last drawers right there, the fruit of the looms. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, pull, pull, your, pull, your, pull your droops up. So that's all I got for you, sir. I guess I'm interested to know more because this is just insanity. Yeah. Follow back up. So turn on console. Follow back up. Follow up. Yeah. All right, guys. Time for my nine. She reads, or it reads, I should say. Let me find it. Okay, go. It's a mail. It says, how do y'all feel about IG filters? My girlfriend and I were laying in bed this past week. And she showed me something about a fan asking Nicki Minaj why she used the Instagram filters. She showed me how she looks with the filter and it's not bad, but it's just too much. I felt that it was the best time to tell my girlfriend that the, fil the filters that she uses are unrealistic and she doesn't look the same as she does online and, and in person. And she got offended. I feel like having a filter is cool or whatever, but... You don't have to use it all the time. She said that it's equivalent to makeup in some cases and there is nothing wrong with it or her uh, parentheses, meaning she doesn't have low self-esteem or hates herself. People hates herself. Um, I left it at that since I made my point. But what are your thoughts on it? On it? What are your thoughts on IG and Snapchat filters and women using too much or some that are quotes too strong? Moanje, do you have an issue with this as a guy? Ladies, what's your thoughts? Um, before y'all respond, I do, I had looked it up, the Nicki Minaj shit. So um, Nicki Minaj calls out men for policing women's beauty standards. And I did see her post that, but I didn't know why she posted it. And she she was just kind of like, you know, um, oh, here we go. It says, stop policing people's own beauty image and standards of themselves. Y'all starting to give me men who tell women they don't need makeup, lashes, lipstick, etc. Let me go, child. Annoying as fuck. I use and do whatever the fuck I choose on Onika face. Thanks for coming. And then that's this is the one I saw when she said, Dear men, women don't dress for you, do makeup for you, do their hair for you, just like most of y'all only fuck for you and not the woman's pleasure. Mm -hmm. This all for us. This ain't about you. Now go. Thanks for coming. Um, and it looks like he just retweeted. Uh, the, back to the guy that said something, he retweeted a picture of her or two pictures that she's posted um, with the filter and somebody, re somebody actually tweeted it and they said, why she look like Mary from the Bible. Um, <laughs> um, and then the dude retweeted and said, I pray somebody release her from th that filter one day. She's beautiful without it. Um, so yeah, thoughts. Well, I'll say this, the internet is fake. Um, I feel like people put their best face forward most yeah. of the time. Um, and I'm, I've seen TikTok videos where girls are like, don't believe everything you see on the internet. And they show like how much editing they put into their photos. Now me, I love a good filter. Um, I don't have to use a filter, but I just, I just love the filters cause they're fun. I don't really post too many pictures. So half the time when I do post, it is a filter picture, but that's my business. And I don't really fucking care. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, I guess it just really depends on, like, why does he care? That's, why do you care, sir? 
Mm. I understand that it can be a lot, but mm. if you are sitting like here that. with a girlfriend, <laughs> if you're sitting here with a girlfriend, why do you care what everyone else does? Um, I just don't pay that much attention to other people, what they do. Um, because it's their life, and I want to let people live their life how they want on the via the internet. I feel like, mo- like I said, most people are putting their best foot forward. They want to show you, oh, look, this is mm-hmm. this is what I do. This is I'm going to show you my vacations. I'm going to show you my going out pictures. You're not going to see the pictures of them sitting at home. Uh, not all the time. You're not going to see those pictures of them sitting at home looking like a ragamuffin. So. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 the game nowadays, especially with social media becoming such becoming this thing that can make people blow up overnight. Of course, like um, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but you know that lady who she freaking rented an Airbnb just because she wanted to uphold an image like her apartment wasn't her apartment. Renting a whole Airbnb just because you don't want people to know that your apartment is fucking regular looking like ridiculous, but it's the, it's the things that people do on the internet to, I don't know. Everyone's looking for their come up, I guess. So I'm just yeah, saying like pops on, say like pops on next Friday. Who said I have one to pay my own goddamn rent. Why the fuck would I pay for Airbnb? Child, <laughs> yes. Pam rent Man. in two different places just to show off a, that her house is not her house or whatever and honestly those are the people that care too much what other people think but hey yeah just to reiterate real quick i think what happened was they were it looks like they were the girlfriend was just showing him and then he just decided to comment about the comment that the dude made from online and then decided to tell her that she um she should relax as well (laughs) Well, all right hey man hey 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 well perfect timing i mean look Whatever happens in your relationship, fine. If that's if your girlfriend cool with you saying that, fine. I don't think there's I don't think there's anything wrong with what he's saying, but at the same time, I just like I said, I think filters are fun. Girls love filters. It is what it is. Shit, niggas love them too. That's true. <laughs> niggas used to love the flower crown, the dog ears. That's, that's the one. Oh, she's hot. Let me uh you can run on over her DMs. Uh <laughs> I I I feel like this, uh <laughs> I feel like this you have to um I mean we all have opinions we know what we like some guys like the filter some guys don't obviously this guy here has a problem <laughs> with it um uh, I think it gets to a point where what Lassie was saying if you're doing the you're you're going the extra mile to portray somebody that you're not then it's a problem like like you all said, the dog filters and the and the little crown things that they wear, the flower filters, whatever, those were fun. Like you guys, uh, not you guys, but you all um, used to wear those or do those for fun and just yeah. oh, fun. But when you're starting to portray a whole different person, that's when you start. That's when it becomes a problem. And it seems like this gentleman here is having an issue with his girlfriend portraying somebody that she's not online, and that is a problem because when you're starting to do that. Now you're getting into some and we started looking at the mental health things about this. When people do that stuff, that is a mental health issue um, to a certain degree. And that needs to be and that could be I don't want to get into any describers, or anything like that. But you're creating a personality that's not there. And that's a problem. So I think that's this is where he's probably coming from, where it's getting out of hand and he wants her to dial it back a little bit. 
like I said, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with using filters at all. But when you're using it to portray somebody that you're not, then I think that's probably. Well, I also say the unfortunate thing is growing up with social media and things like that now where so many people want to be seen. It just I think it turns into a almost like a body dysmorphia thing. Like people are so used to seeing the filters Mm -hmm. that they're like, oh, damn, if I post this picture without a filter, it. if i I post this picture without a filter you know how are people gonna take this um type thing because one if you're used to seeing somebody with filters and they suddenly post a picture without filters (laughs) you're gonna be like oh this is what they really look like yeah so i think people at this at the point we are now so many people and i won't say all but so many people are still heavily using them because it's a thing i think maybe Maybe it is for some people mental illness. Like they think like this is what they really look like. And if they post a picture that doesn't look like this, it's not. I don't know. I'm rambling, but Reese, what are your thoughts? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, so going back to the initial Nicki Minaj thing, like when I, that's why I sent y'all the link from the article. Cause I didn't know what he was talking about, but um, I did, um, look at the pictures of Nicki Minaj um, that the guy retweeted and said whatever he said, which is where him and his girlfriend conversation came from. Um, I I guess my thing is she still looks like Nicki Minaj, right? Like, obviously, you can see there's some stuff that may be augmented or whatever because of the filter. And again, who knows? Because to me, she still looks like herself. Looks like she having fun. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So I don't really have a a complete issue with it. Um, I guess my only thing is like if I've never met somebody before and I see them and they don't look completely or just they just look like a, a whole different person that may when I be, you know, I'll be like, oh, OK, you look completely different uh, or this is be my problem. When people use a filter and the filter be ter- it be whack. Like, I just like, can you I, pick a different one? <laughs> I hate when people choose the filters that like aren't for and. <sighs> I hate to say this. I hate to say it, but like when they choose the the filters that are made for white people, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like the blue eyed one. Stop it. Take that shit off. (laughs) Just (laughs) when it comes to the eye, if it make your skin look weird or your eyes look weird, that'd be my thing. I hate that so much. Stop it. And that's what I mean. Like this still look like her. Nothing don't look super augmented. Like John said, whatever the swollen thing, whatever. I don't know. But it's just like <laughs> it may have added powder or something to her face or her nose. But other than that, like when you said, like when it it may make things look super weird or different or like black people ain't got that. I ain't gonna say that about all black people. But I mean, like right, you know, not all, you know but, what I'm saying? yeah. But yeah, like I think that'd be my only thing. Um, she got no damn shirt on. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all. Like she could have panned down a little bit more. That would have been fun. But... <laughs> See, see, this women got it so hard, but um, so hard. My bad. Yeah, no way, no way. So hard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I I just think um, other than that, like I use filters. Like I ain't gonna lie, I probably do the ones that don't. I, I guess for me, me personally, I don't like the ones that do too much. Like, like, colory. Like, just make you look like I can't describe it. Like, it just. Like, I guess it may be like the super duper playful ones that people consistently, like you said, somebody that may use one so much, it'd be like, I'm tired of this filter. Like, it'd just be like, <laughs> I just like the natural looking ones. Like, cause some, cause I noticed like I'll be flicking through filters. Cause I'll see people like on Instagram. I didn't even know Instagram had filters till last year. I ain't gonna lie. I would just do it and then turn on Los Angeles, like just the regular little color. And I turn on Los Angeles cause it make the picture stronger. That's when you swipe through. 
So somebody showed me filters. I'm like, oh, they got filters like Snapchat. <laughs> like my dumb ass. Um, so I seen it. If you get on Instagram, it says the name of the filter on the top if you're on somebody's story. So I seen one and I was like, okay, this is cute. So I was like swiping through like different ones. And some of that shit like really do change like mm-hmm. the size of your nose, yeah. like your whole mouth, this mm-hmm. and that. And all my thing is like, I'll use them like it'll clean up like a little no acne spot or something because at the time I think that's when I had that scar right here from whatever fucking face shit I decided and that was that tea tree oil too, too much um but yeah other than that I'll use it for stuff like that but I just don't like the super duper strong like like you said it'll do too much to change like your whole make your head shape look different <laughs> like contour your nose and everything yeah like I ain't gonna lie some of the ones I do may fil- uh, filter some of my features a little bit but I still look like me other than that like I just I guess I don't really have an issue with people using it because some people be like, I use it because I may not have makeup on that day or something like that. Right. Or like, I think, um, I think I heard somebody say that, like they use it just for, you know, a makeup list day um, or just because you know, they like it. But I just think it, it comes to me, it comes, it becomes a real issue. Like I think last you said that when people talk about not even filters, when they talk about really taking the time to like edit themselves, like, right. I think as far as editing my, my worst thing is when I hate to see when people do the airbrush shit. Yeah. I hate oh I have skin. Yeah, I was bro. gonna say that face tune shit. Like if you're doing all yeah, that, like one. to make your skin smooth, like we know ain't nobody's nah. skin that damn smooth. Nope. I wanna see skin. Like I don't don't I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you. Don't don't airbrush my armpits. It just look too fake, bro. Like it looked too fake. Some of the shit they be doing it just be like it don't even look like your arm curving to the pit. I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, right. It just be too much. But other than that, yeah, I get it. Like I said, I, I done swiped through some where I held it up and I said, oh shit. Like it just pinched everything. I'm like, yeah, I got a Janet Jackson nose now. Like, what the fuck? Janet, no. Some of that shit, like, what well, I'm saying. Let me see. <laughs> some of that shit, what they say, what Medea say, pinch the fuck out of you. Like, I haven't been. But yeah, it's, it'll scare you some shit. Like, more, get on there and watch. You'll find something that. You said, did you always yeah, pinch no, the I'm bitch? Instagram yeah, I'm going to show you. I, I find one of them TikToks, I'm telling you, they be like Instagram versus reality. And I'd be like, yeah, damn. And yeah. Not because so they look bad, you- but they're, they're, they're showing the behind the scenes, but they're projecting. I feel like this is going, I guess the videos are meant to be helpful, like to make people feel better about not using filters, but. Hey, I am Rough. posting something with a filter. Uh, awesome. But this, so, but this, this what I mean. This don't really augment my face too much. It's just it's stupid. Don't mind. I was just playing with it. But like, <laughs> it may clean up some shit, but it just don't like have me looking like Reese with the Janet Jackson nose. <laughs> like, uh, just, yeah. So that's all I really did was play with it. But other than that, um, this was something that just popped up. Let me mute it because I might have one of y'all talking on here about not using filters, but. Oh, that's probably perfect to post. But um, yeah, man, uh, sir, it's interesting that you found that that the perfect time to tell her because, like, if I'm trying to show you some shit on the internet, then you decide yeah. to tell me, like, hey, maybe you should calm down. What fuck you talking to? First right. of all, <laughs> like, let her know, bro. She doing. She out of hand. No, She's getting out of hand. No, you a punk for trying to. You a punk for trying to Here tell me when go. I brought it up. Here we go. What Monique said uh, took play the game. He's a punk. He's a punk. <laughs> Here we go. He's a uh, punk. He's a you punk. did what you supposed to do, bro. Good job. Call her out. She's going into the light. The, the virtual light. Bring her back out. Now she's she she be out here looking <laughs> like a clown. Not keep fucking her. And now she's going to be out here looking like a clown and you got to date her. Uh, no. 
Beep, 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 beep. Speaking of clown, let's call it clown. Ah, <laughs> uh, he said red nose clown. He gonna listen. Look at my clown. You have reached. I'm gonna let your phone number play if you don't answer. <laughs> That's mean. Hello. Hey, I'm looking for a clown. What's up? <laughs> I'm so done. This nigga said, "What's up?" So glad to uh, hear from you. I will cut you out, but this your podcast, talking ass. Um, Scooter, we on here talking about filters. How do you feel about? We just talking about women because I'm not gonna read the nine. You'll hear it, uh, but just generally speaking, how do you feel about women? using filters like on Instagram and on the internet and stuff like that. And you can add in face tuning and all the other shit too. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, do what works for you. I know, uh, it's hard to speak to women via the internet because of filters. You could be Mm. easily duped, especially with that face. Duped like that. Easily like duped. I like that word. Good <laughs> word choice. Duped. He says a catfish. Have you ever been easily duped by a young woman that you've met on the internet? Facial fish. No, I don't generally speak to women via the internet. Mm. Where do you oh, meet your women at? Firestone. In the real world. <laughs> Grocery stores, library. Like where? They don't read. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I mean, who goes to the library to read? <laughs> so, where do you typically meet your women? Out, out at bars, out at grocery stores. Mutual. I've met women through mutual friends. Have you? Okay. Mutual parties. Interesting. So, okay, okay, interesting. So you don't have a problem with it, but you don't. So you don't actually pursue women online because you feel like you'll be duped based upon maybe filters. Yes. Interesting. And camera angles. Mm. Women are real good with the angles. Oh, yeah, they are. That's a good point. (laughs) I was going to say something. They they can make fat look thick. Ooh, that's a good point too. That's not right. That's, too. that's not right. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I forgot about that because it'd be a lot of you. You get on Hinge and Tinder, it'd be a lot of. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm not. I'm not even gonna say they can make fat look thick. They, some some women make skinny look thick. So I mean, it's not. It'd be whether you fat or skinny, they can just make take angles to make shit look better than what it really is. Or I'm not gonna say better because thick isn't better, but. That's what the internet thinks. And, and, and then what they do is they do the headshots and then the last pick be the bottom. I'm like, mm, it's a no for now me. I was going to say, it's a I right don't have for a... me, dog. A <laughs> left for me, dog. <laughs> I was laughing because I was thinking of something. Somebody, Mwanje. Never mind. Um... No, 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 you can. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just here for the sh- shits and giggles. <laughs> this is talking about the past, nigga. God okay, damn. Okay, yeah, you can talk about the past. A little duh, duh. What I'm talking about now for it? Fuck. Like, I know what's going on now. But, okay, hold on, LB, um, LBJ. 
No, no, no. Remember, remember. I don't know if you ever saw that. Never mind. I'll talk about it off before after the hour. But um, <laughs> she might be listening. To you. <laughs> you know, the text from an old friend. Oh no, no, never. No, but you know, like I'll talk about it later. It's hard to explain. Well, Scooter, uh <laughs> we thank you so much for your input. You actually laid a lot of other things on the ground for us, so we appreciate you. Oh uh, no problem. All right, bye. So he was smoking a reefer. <laughs> I'm done. We my sister. She be feeling like we don't call her. Why does it have my these phone numbers twice? It's interesting. Let's see if she answered. Hala. John, let the women get the filters. <laughs> right. I knew she was gonna say that. Uh, Alicia, this is YBO oh. from YBO Podcast. We have you on the pod. Um, quick question for you. Um, yes. I have an Anon. I'm not going to read it because you'll hear it. It's very simple, but it actually um, centers on, around specifically women um, using like filters um, <clears throat> on the internet. How do you feel about like women using filters? The Anon is a guy talking about something his girlfriend was reading him about Nicki Minaj and the filters. And he said he ended up asking the girlfriend like, you know, I feel like your feel just be kind of strong too, and maybe you should tone it down. <laughs> she gonna laugh. So, how do you feel about like filters? Do you like to use them? What's too much? What's not? A, like, what's your thoughts? I mean, I mean, they sometimes they be a ni- they nice highlights to a person, but you know, if you're doing too much, like you know, you, you're a whole different person now. You're catfishing people. You know, so yeah, it's kind of said. Did it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's fun. Like we do use it as fun, but really, when you start seeing the big lashes and you know that the extra makeup, (laughs) I mean, I can see touching up the skin and stuff. You got a little blemish, little pimple. You know what I mean? But when it's like you are unrecognizable, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, like you yeah. said, the one where they be having the black women with the blue eyes and shit. It's like, what? Nah, come on. <laughs> right. Now you now your eyes green. Now you look like an egg box. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. He's like, I just think it's immature anyway for people to even change their eye contact. You know, eye oh, color yeah, still to the day. Color context is I, I, I think it's so petty. He's like, how old are we? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you so you like to use want to be a vampire. I do every now and then. I do because, you know, it kind of gives me a nice little glow. Yeah. Because I was saying that too. I, I like the Let's ones see, that... Feel like, you know, my skin ain't, you know, 100. Yeah. I was saying like, I like the ones that don't do too much, but like you said, it'll give you a, a different little highlight. But like I said, sometimes I'll swipe through the ones where you be looking and it'd be changing your nose a little bit. You'd be like, damn. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Like, hmm. Not too much. Yeah. It, you can tell too. You, you can tell because sometimes like when they take the picture, you can kind of see that shadow with it. Cause I mean, I yeah. thought I, I think I did see Nicki Minaj live with a filter. It was like she kept moving. It was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, no. But I you know, that's how, you know, she probably. I think I thought she was kind of like blotching out the background of her face. So that's why I thought she did it. Oh um, yeah, actually, if you look at this one, you can see the the back. Because you know, sometimes they do that too, where you can uh, blur out your background or whatever. And yeah, so I don't know. Because like I was telling them, like I didn't realize Instagram had filters t- uh, until last year. Somebody was telling me, so I'd be swiping through. And I like I ain't gonna lie, I use them, but you know, I just don't. Sometimes I just the ones like you said, I think that is what it is. Some of them would be childish, where just be too much going on. Right um, now you got two hearts underneath your eyes. I'm like come on now. <laughs> Now, if you're doing it with your, your daughter or something, that's fine. But it's like, at some point, it is childish. It's like, hmm. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, it got to be fun. Like, if you're doing it for fun, that's cool. But when you're doing it to change your whole, become a whole different person and change your personality, and right? You becoming this. Now you, you look like a Barbie. Right, right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and you ain't got no kin. Like, you know how they look? It just be too much. It's like now. We know your face is chewed up now. <laughs> All right. Because yeah, you know, like, when you know people in real life, though, you be looking like, mm. Your face is chewed mm. up. Come on now. Mm. Yeah. I bark back. Interesting. Oh. Bye, bye. Okay, all right. No, you don't. Reg, we, we no, thank you, you know what, man? We, we thank you so much for your input, man. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> all right, <laughs> thank you so much, y'all. She said thank you so much. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. So I think everybody has kind of a general consensus. Oh, man. Yes, I have and filters, man. It's, it's yeah. be yourself. Be yourself. Lassie, have you ever been in the past? Obviously, have you ever been like catfished by a guy? Because like Scooter mentioned the body thing, like with women and certain mm-hmm. things, everything in general. Like, have, do you ever feel like you've seen a dude that didn't look the way he may have looked online, or maybe the first time you met him in person or something? You don't really get the good stare. Or yeah, like... I mean, like I said, I feel like I feel like the internet is where you put your best self forward, and mm-hmm. that's where guys put all their hat picks. Ooh, hatfish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they put yeah. their hat pics or just they pics when they first got a fresh cut. Guys mm. like to talk about women, but they do the same that's true. shit. You're, yeah. they, there's not too many men that's on the internet looking dusty. You said they use props. They don't use the filters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they do. That's funny. Yeah, they do. I mean, it is what it is. But um, yeah. yeah, no, there have been a couple times where I'm like, you said, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, not fresh is a little too. It's a little under what I'm okay with, so nah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is why. I mean, I feel like what Scooter said, like meeting meeting in person, meeting somebody somebody in person. First impression, you already know what they look like, and you can make your move Mm -hmm. based on that via the internet. It is always it's always a catch. So, but but is it because I feel like always could be. Like say you meet somebody in person and they may they just happen to like say you meet them in like a party or like yeah. an event where they look great, right? Yeah. And then you meet them and as time goes on, you start to see certain things. Like, is that the same or does it matter? At least you at least I, I met you in person first. Is that what it is? I think I think for me, sometimes meeting in person is um a little scary because they can they I feel like they still gonna lie. They still could lie. Yeah. Um be like, be hard oh, to tell them I, I was I'm a business <laughs> owner, and this, that, and the third, yeah. and, and they living in, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with this, but they living in some trailer park, lying, like, don't do that. Um, it's, I think it's the same thing, though. I do. <laughs> At the end of the day, somebody got within the blind. They trail. Um, you've ever been a internet or cat or in-person fish? <laughs> Internet. Filter fish. Mm, Filter fish. Cat to smell like fish. But no, I um <laughs> what's her name? Arrow. She needs air. No, I was kidding. I um I'm just joking. I'm just forcing it. I am. You're right. You're of right. course I'm you sorry. are. We know. So what? You said her name um, I've never been cat. Yes, I have. Um yeah, I've been I've been age fished. Um age fished. Yes. <laughs> no, she was please. like Thought she, was, thought she was 16, really 13. I was like, mm, no. I was like, you talking back in the day? Yeah, yeah. I was like 14. Yeah. I was I, like, you uh, gotta clarify. No, I'm not nasty. Like that. I was with kids. I know, but I'm just. 
<laughs> yeah, we're kids now. We're kids now. But I don't know. I know y'all done. You know, but y'all right. Y'all thanks for thanks for um you know clarifying that. So yeah, no, like you know, people it's just that that yeah yeah. So just don't be nasty, man. Just don't be nasty. Okay, nasty. I'm gonna do one more. We're gonna wrap it up. We gotta get our old faithful. <laughs> Hello. You say he ain't gonna answer. You be in the bathroom again. Yo, 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 what up? You in the bathroom again, John? Maybe. <laughs> so you never driving. You never work. on an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> you said this time you take a shit on Sundays. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, John. So John, you actually got the the link that we sent you with the Nicki Minaj where you talking about is she swollen or whatever the fuck you said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So um one of the anons was uh some guy wrote in and he said basically that um his girlfriend was showing him that link or that whatever's online. And I said I actually saw the second it was a tweet that Nicki Minaj said about women don't do this for men and that for men. So I saw that, but I guess there was a background to it where the guy retweeted her. Why is he all off the toilet? Don't wait, just listen, damn it. Let me get through this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So uh, the the guy that I sent you, he retweeted it and said, hopefully she'll, you know, lose the filter. Um, so oh, like I said, the boyfriend, the girlfriend was showing the boyfriend. So then the boyfriend felt that it was right to tell the girlfriend, like, well, sometimes you'd be using these filters too type shit. And I don't really like it. Um, so they kind of got into a conversation about it. So he wanted to know, like, how Moana J felt about women using filters and how we felt. And we want to know your thoughts on filters in general. You can add in like face tuning and we call Scooter. He even mentioned you know, like pictures and women altering their angles for the body and, you know, Lassie added in hat fishing for women that men do or whoever, whatever you like. So what are your thoughts? Uh, I actually actually hate them just because it's not um, a realistic uh, depiction of like who the person is. I mean, we're all right. Yeah. I mean, because we're all unique and so everybody's beautiful in their own right. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we all try to fit this standard of trying to look a certain way when that's not how we should be looking in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you said John Luther but, King. Uh, <laughs> right. But it's like we got on, uh, I mean, we got on social media early, like back in like the early 2000s or whatever. And so like once I've seen that, it, it was becoming more popular. Like I could tell it was going to get worse as time went on. Mm. Why did you feel that way? Just because um, the whole uh, notion of people being fake online, like people just basically kind of like just dove into that and it's like went and became like even more fake than what they tried to be in the first place. Mm, so just in general, you felt like it was going to be a whole totality thing. Because Lassie did mention that, like, would you say Lassie online is like a represent representation of who people are, like the good shit or something like that? Yeah, people, I, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, stuttering. Um, I mentioned how like people like to put their best self forward. Like they don't want people to see like you get to some people you get some people that's like talking about their real shit in life, but a lot of people don't want to talk about their problems on the internet. They only want you to see the good. Oh, I got a yeah. new job, I got a new car, I got a new house. No one there's not too many people that are like sharing their bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Or you get the people that do tell the bad, and they be like, "All right, goddamn it, what's the good <laughs> shit?" <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, I just feel like online, anything going right in your life. 
Yeah. I just like it's I just feel like it's tricky for oh, me perfect. because I just feel like a lot of stuff just be oversharing anyway, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. So I just feel like for right. me, I guess that's my angle. So I just go in doing what I gotta do, laugh and then go about my day. So, but yeah, everybody got, uh, you're true. That's true, John. Everybody, you know, you look different. We are unique, but that goes with different experiences, right? Like everybody's different and got mm-hmm. different things going on. So, uh, fascinating stuff. Well, interesting. Yeah. I just say to you. Oh, go ahead. No, I won't. That's all I had. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. I just hate that societal standard that everybody's trying to live up to. Like, it's so basically like impossible to, to reach it. So I don't even know why yeah. people try to obtain it in the first place. What do y'all think about this real quick? I remember somebody saying that they feel like the Kardashians ruined that for people. They feel yeah. like people are trying to reach a standard of beauty. Um, and I bring it up because I remember, you know, they always share different pictures of Chloe and everybody on them pages. And not, to be fair, because I don't really do body shaming and all that, but she just looks so different. And like some of the pictures where she's trying to lose weight, it's just like she looked too skinny. And like, and I don't want to, because I don't want to assume that. Cause I'm not assuming that it has to do with like eating disorders just because I feel like it was one where she was like lifting weights. So I don't want people like, Oh, maybe she has a disorder, but she was like lifting weights and doing, you know, trying to show her back and she just looks so skinny. And I'm like, you know, I think we should embrace like who we are. Obviously look how you want to look, but some right. stuff, I think it, it goes so far where you look so different. So do y'all feel like the Kardashians may have added to that in a way? And I thought that was yeah, interesting for somebody to say. I think so for sure. And that's why I kind of was like, we are getting, we're getting to the point where people are like, they feel like because so many other people look like this online that they have to keep up and do the same thing. And mm. it just turns into like, I know a lot of people via TikTok and Twitter are like, well, I have body dysmorphia, so I'm going to continue mm. to use filters and things like that. But for sure, I mean, even now that this BBL craze is going on, there was talks of like, are the Kardashians reversing their BBLs and why and blah, blah, blah. So... I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like they were a springboard for sure, just because of all, I guess all the attention that uh, Kim was getting, mm-hmm. and so people thought, yeah. "Oh, if I do that, then I'll get the attention as well." Yeah, because yeah. it, it was at one point in time where Kim wasn't looked at as like the chick to be with, but yeah. she got that body and the surgery yep. and the lips and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a piece of Kim. Yeah, yep. Everybody wanted a piece of Kim. Yeah, yeah, because I I remember people were saying that. Uh, a lot of people would like go to LA and be like, I want to look like Kim Kardashian yeah. when they would go to the platform. Yeah. And even like, uh, cause I mean, granted, I don't know how she looked before she changed anything, but I don't know if y'all seen it. I keep saying on the shade room and shit, the chick that Kanye with now, she looks just like Kim. Yeah. <laughs> and she may have already looked like that, but I'm just saying like, I think there is a, a standard of beauty that people are, are trying to, cause I don't know if you, y'all listened to that Joe Budden episode, maybe from a couple weeks ago, John, you may remember, but he was talking about, mm-hmm something with like the lips and it was an interesting point that I feel like people don't target too much. Cause you know, generally they talk about now everybody want to have the Af- African features, big lips, you know, mm-hmm. the nose, whatever, 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 but they don't want it to be too black, too African. So he was saying he was talking to some chick and like, he was like, you know, I know, I guess he was trying to say, I don't, I know when, you know, lips are, you know, injected or whatever, if they're, you know, augmented or whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think the girl was saying like she like it when X, Y, and Z. So he was like, I showed her a lip, some lips from somebody that is black that didn't have no work done. And the girl was like, mm, her mouth's too big. <laughs> I was like, what? what? He said her mouth. <laughs> she said her mouth just was too big. And immediately I knew what he was saying. Like sometimes you got the black people that actually have bigger mouths, but what I'm gonna do with a big ass mouth and little lips? Because sometimes you you built that way, right? Mm-hmm. So he was trying to say like some people want the big lips, but they don't want the the actual features that come with like some African American features. Like you have the big mouth and the big lips. But he was like, huh? But you just told me that you like these lips, but because her mouth bigger, it's not cute no more. 
So it's just mm-hmm. fascinating what, you know, certain basically there's, there's a degree of African-American or not African, African features or black features that people want, but they don't want it all. Like they may want this type of nose, mm-hmm. but they got to have a sharp point on it. So, right. Yeah. Or you want the big lips, but your mouth can't be too big, you know, whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Fascinating stuff. Well, we took that somewhere. Well, John, we thank you so much for your time. We hope your shit comes out well. <laughs> All right, thank you. He said, "Who clunk?" Um, anyway. <laughs> Fascinating stuff. I cannot. Um, yeah, guys. Any final thoughts? Any anything before we wrap just this? Be on yourself, up? man. I, I mean, it sounds like an inspiration, but it, just be yourself. I'm saying in honor of being myself, I'm gonna post something with me. Just I'm gonna put Los Angeles on it, talking about because <laughs> <laughs> what's no, because I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes you'll be on there, and be like, damn, these people just be tripping me out. So sometimes I'd be having, I ain't gonna lie, I'd be having to bring myself back to reality. I don't use much, but it'd be something. Um, so I think that is it, it is a thing. Um, but yeah, look at this light blinking. I agree, yeah. So, well, sir, I just think you know, you have a little bit more respect for your girlfriend, don't be. Pulling up on her like that, fucking All with right. you. But, nice. uh, inspiration for the week. Oh, I got one. It's ready. I'm ready too. It is. Don't give up, but get up. Get on up. Don't give up, but get up. Okay. One hmm. JB Johnson. But you know what? Are you funny? <laughs> <laughs> Like like Lyndon Baines Johnson. MBT. MBJ. Juan <laughs> <laughs> JJ Blash. <laughs> All anyway, uh Lassie, what you got? Um don't be afraid to f- don't be afraid to fail. Be afraid not to try. Mm. Fly like a bird. I know that's right. Yeah. Um I had something from something I read, but I can't find it. Um, but yeah, man, I just follow with uh, what was you just talking about? The Anon. Just kind of be yourself and um, let life take its course. I'm just going to do a wrap up of everything we talked about as far as all the shit and what's going on and the shit we've been watching with Kanye and whatever, even Bel Air, just, you know, try new things, move out to Bel Air, you know, just expand your thoughts. Like no matter the situation, no matter how you got there. Up to the house. See, anyway. Um, But yeah, man, experience new things, live, don't get, don't get caught being stuck. Sometimes you got to pull yourself back to go forward. Yeah. Right there. Agreed. Well guys, this has been episode 249. We're almost at 250. Ooh. How you guys feel about that? Great. Amaze balls, huh? Yeah, man. I'm excited, man. We we rocking, man. Almost do almost 300. Oh, almost it's half of 500, but we're almost to 300. That's crazy. Alexa, turn on the living room life. Life light. Yeah. Um what <laughs> added a damper to my um. Well, guys, this has been episode 249 send us some shit man make sure y'all leave us a five-star rating and review yeah, somebody yeah. listened a couple weeks ago but we need more of you guys to yeah do that please please go leave a review on your friend phone too shit yeah shit especially somebody that don't that don't use the shit make them listen if they if you can't make them do that well leave a review tell a friend to tell a friend or still a phone and still a phone 
Ah, episode 249. As always, I am the illustrious Reese Berry. That is R-E-E-S-E-B-E-R-R-A. Four Wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I'm Wendy at Lola Baby on Snapchat. <laughs> B-A-Y-Y-B-E-E. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. Mwanje. And it's your boy Mwanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje Ugandan for Leopard. Who said Wendy is Brenda revamped? <laughs> All right, y'all. It's a wrap. Episode 249. We are out. Bye. Peace.